spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. In the meantime, let me go ahead and uh, bring on our co-host, Cameron Hawkins of South Converse Podcast fame and the You, Me, and Wrestling podcast on the PW Torch. Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. How's everything? Everything is all right. Everything is all right. Good to hear. Um, I saw I saw you recording uh, that mess out there earlier. All that yeah. lightning and that goddamn rain. It's been it's been it's been pretty nasty the last couple of weeks here. Yeah, and now it's like the sun's out. If <laughs> you just woke up, you'd be like, "What are y'all talking about?" <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty nice. It was torrential. Yeah. It was lightning, lightning, yeah. thundery. Yeah, yeah. But as I as I was greeted with on my when I moved down here in 2016, uh, I got to I guess yeah, I guess it was like DFW, maybe a little south of there, and and it just the sky opened up, lightning was crazy, right? Like I had to pull over, and my truck almost got hit by a semi. It was the wildest weather. I had ever driven in, and I made a video, and instantly, people from Texas were like, "Welcome to Texas." And and then ten minutes, fifteen minutes later, it passed. I drive a mile away; it was all bone dry, like it wasn't even just, you know, like it never happened. It it was yeah. So we got we've been getting a lot of that uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, so good. I'm glad everything's good weather wise. It sucks, but. You know, it's nice now. So um, we've got some stuff to talk about. Again, all the most important stories, I think. Maybe not all of them, but certainly uh, a decent amount of the stories are. Well, no, if we're talking wild card, I don't want to say again, because two weeks in a row we had stories. The biggest stories were non-TV stuff, uh, StarCast, and last week, whatever. I don't even remember. Um but this week, I guess it's a continual ratings ratings thing. I haven't even seen the ratings for this week. They should be out by now. It's Wednesday. Uh, somebody please hit me with that link or hit me on Twitter or something. Uh, but things haven't been good, and they they did react on TV to those to those things to the down ratings. And and Cam, we got the wild card rule that's already old as fuck, and I don't care about it. Two days in, two yeah, one weekend, mm-hmm. two shows. Indeed. Yeah. Where are we gonna be in six weeks with the wild card, let alone you know, four months, like when if it's still a thing when they go to when they go to Fox. If they even go to Fox. Yeah. My whole my whole everything is falling apart. I don't know what's going on. Vince McMahon genius uh, a businessman is getting uh getting I might get loopholed by a by a, I don't understand record company by T V uh Network, uh, but that's a that's a different thing. Let's start with the, the first thing. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think the um, like, like TV is, of course, like a TV show, right? But TV is the most interesting topic this week. I think the the immediate headline is kind of the uh, the wild card situation, which began as um, three wrestlers from. Raw, Santa Fe on SmackDown, and vice versa, um, which kind of got extended to four, which seems like it's going to be however many people they feel like they need to move per week. You know, and, and 
it's understood. If, if you think that if what you push to investors is that the issue with your programming, um, not having the proper amount of growth, the proper amount of viewership, is that people are hurt, you're going to try to inject more and more people into the situation. Like that's, that's what you think the issue is. That's the issue you present. That's how you attack the record. Um, you know, we've, we've said for a long time, and that's, when I say we, I mean as, as viewing adults, um, we believe that it's the storytelling and the continuity and, you know, not being able to kind of walk a straight and narrow path as far as the ebb and flow of your television is what drives people away. And, you know, they, they've decided it's something different. So what we're seeing is not necessarily hot-shotting, but we are seeing a, an increase in exposure in a situation that was supposed to be uh, pretty defined rosters on different shows. So, yeah, I mean, and it's all kind of off of that, Travis. It's, it's an immediate reaction to low viewership. Um, you couple that with the idea that being on a network channel, um, it's been rumored early that they would risk cancellation by falling under a certain number, which is not an issue they faced in a decade. Ever. Um, Who in 07 was telling WWE you better stay above this or 09 or whatever, 10 years ago? And and I say they, I mean, I'm thinking more in terms of WWE, but then you look at all the other wrestling shows, like, you know, WCW was gone. Like, this is is new for WWE. Um, They've typically been able to write their own check. And in a situation where they've kind of written it, now they're looking at checks and balances for that check. And then I think um, something that should also be discussed, Brad, they um, there are XFL games on Super Bowl Sunday or on um, on WrestleMania Sunday. Hmm. Like they are serving a lot of different masters, um, and you're kind of seeing that, you know, doing business a bunch of different directions, um, we're seeing a lot of those directions being told right now. It's, it's really interesting. Well, Darrell's telling me it didn't work. Monroe was at its second lowest viewership yeah. of this, of this year. And, increase. Yeah. and third lowest viewership people. of a non-holiday in history. And I mean, you know, they're in the midst of, of a really good uh, there are a bunch of good playoff series right now. Like they, that definitely affects your numbers. Um, you know, we got we're gonna have a bunch of game sixes. Um, you know, in the second round, um, games have been Monday. Matter of fact, uh, game four of uh, Golden State Houston. You know, which which a lot of people think is at the very least the fact the Western Conference championship. Um, you know. There's a, there's a lot too, um, but bottom line is people aren't watching right now. And when you look at what actually happened on that show, um, I, I I think that nobody gets to be a star if their path isn't defined. Like Roman Reigns shows up to Raw to defy Vince McMahon, but what does that really mean? Like. Just showing up at work when you're not scheduled is a problem. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't yeah, think Vince that, has to fake like if, like he's upset because <laughs> yeah, it's just 
Yeah, it's and 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 he's the issue. I mean, that's ultimately he's absolutely the entire issue because if he goes, um, you know, Kevin Dunn goes, production changes, philosophy uh, changes. It's it's uh, it's sad. It's 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 really it's. I remember when when Bruce Mitchell wrote his column. I think it was about four years ago, where he just outright flat out was like, "Vince McMahon has to go. Like it's it's hell. Like he is the reason wrestling is in the position creatively that it's that it's in. And it's only gotten worse since whenever that was, 2014, 15, 16. Whenever he wrote that article, maybe like 2012. Shit. Um, but he is the catalyst. I don't. I don't understand and I talked to to Wade on Monday about this. I don't understand the 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 mentality of the fans that 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 that's still that's still with it, especially the live audience when they see Vince. I think he 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 uh tricks himself into because the crowd gives it up for him, right? They're bowing down to him. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of guys that look like they're they're our age or you know, they might be in their 20s and early 30s, but these are grown men that shouldn't understand what Vince McMahon is doing to the thing that they claim to love. Mm-hmm. But there's never any... Like, we could... Remember the fire Russo chants in, in, in TNA and Dixie Carter Bruce mm-hmm. blew a lid and was like, I'll fire people if there's another... You know, like backstage folks, like greatest people. Like, not Russo, but I'll fire other people if, I, if we get another one of those chants. Like, bitch, first off... You know, you ain't controlling the white chance. And that's a terrible way of, you know, managing and ruling and governing whatever your situation is. Uh, but that's a way to do it. Not being some sycophant when he comes out and you hear that music and just going, oh, it's feeling like you're, you know, 19 or 12 or however old you were when Vince was really the shit. Uh you know, bowing down, oh, the genius is here. Like, no, recognize this shit is over. His time as the creative genius has been over, but now it's just certainly like, just yeah, and, out and there you know for what, everybody Mike, to see just naked. Let's, let's even take the reaction out of it. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's, let's take fan reaction, people, you know, wanting to cheer him when they see them. And let's look at a segment like, the Usos and the Revival and the Usi High. <clears throat> it got zero reaction from the crowd. Right? And you know who wrote it, or at the very least who approved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and probably encouraged it. Yeah. And, and so it, it kind of becomes a thing where if, if nobody reacts to that, nobody says it's good, like, you have to go to the source and say, this is the problem with this television show. Like, a thing I'm not reacting to is an issue. And if I'm not reacting to it, it means I don't want to see it. And if I'm watching something I don't want to see, I have to understand that most people don't want to see this as well because we're probably going to have, um, you know, similar ideas of, of what's good program. Like, Somebody tweeted out um, that, oh, so you liked, you know, Steve Austin 
hitting Vince McMahon with the bedpan and this is your life rock and the Kurt Angle milk truck, but now this kind of humor isn't funny. It's like, well, Twitter user, that's exactly what it is. My sensibilities have changed in 20 years, just like my dick changed in 20 years. Like, I'm a different person now. But also, you, you, know, can, and on you top as a, in your mid-30s can watch that bedpan scene and enjoy it because it's well done. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the, that's the big like, difference. It's, just like, it's, not even just, it's not even just me maturing. It's that, yeah, I liked that at the time, and there were more people like me who watched it. Like, the audience was five times bigger. So if I'm doing the same thing 20 years later and it's not playing to a larger audience, again, my content is the problem. <laughs> like, but, but there were some people that made a point, they made the point that nobody, and probably not nobody, but certainly not the reaction Uzi Hot got, people didn't, people didn't react to Jericho and Christian and their ass cream in 2002 this way. And again, it's because it was done better. It's not because it's low ball or low rent. Like wrestling, like fighting to solve your problems is like a low IQ, lowest common denominator way of handling, you know, lizard brain, caveman kind of instinct kind of way. Like, come on. Like the, the whole thing is like <laughs> lowbrow entertainment, it, it, you know, just societally speaking, certainly. So so it appeals on a certain level. Like, but Done good is good, and lowbrow shit that's done bad is going to get a bad reaction compared to lowbrow shit that's done well. That's just in any in any thing that you're doing. So yeah, nobody complained about ass cream because it, they they had timing and and it was just the right people had the heat on them and it was first off who the fuck are the right. Usos to be when they turn into pranksters? When did they pr- turn the into hijinks guys? And I, I tweeted that. No like, you turn the best tag team in the world into Budnick and Donkey Lips. Like, it just, it blows my mind. And the, and the thing is, like, you know, you look at a guy um, like Cause who was writing a lot of those New Day and Uso segments. Like, you let that guy go. And then you move, like, this hip, young, in-touch tag team to Raw. I don't know who the black writers are on Raw. I don't know what they're all in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, a lot of it's execution. And and when you think you have a handle on what's cool, you need people around you who also have a handle on what's cool, but not your cool. Like, like you have to be able to bounce ideas. And I don't know who thought they were the ones to execute that. Like, like the same way you're not going to have Lars Sullivan do a 25-minute match, you're not going to have the Usos be Turk and JD. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Mr. Sullivan. Uh, yes. um, I, yeah, I, I don't even know, again, it's... it's you know, black, black writers, white writers, sure. I'd certainly like some people that understand the Uso to be writing or certainly help them come up with their 
with their material. But it's not, again, just good writing is good writing. Good ideas are, are, are good ideas. Uh, yeah, I mean, knowing the characters. Again, like, I, I, I'm, I'm drawing attention to this particular black writer because I know his sensibilities outside sure. of wrestling. And so that's why he worked. But I don't know who's on Raw's team that gets the same reaction, has the same amount of respect or understanding of what made these characters work in their piece. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand what's so. Let's let's bring the revival into this because they were a part of that that, that first the Uzi Hot one, not the SmackDown one, but the, the Raw series, which was universally universally panned, like just terrible. The in 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 the in stadium crowd, the in arena folks, the live audience did not appreciate it. It was just it was just corny, you know, bullshit. But the butt of the joke. I, I say, really, the Usos, I, I think, are hard, hurt the worst. Um, but the intended, the intended butt of the joke, the, uh, the revival. Is this... <laughs> so, I mean, it seems like WWE is convinced that they're not going to resign. And they're like, just like, well... Let's motherfuck them on the way out, like you know, like we, like we know how to do sir, so well. Uh, but they're gonna but sell a the lot of t-shirts. <laughs> well, like the, the their first logical point. Movies, they're gonna sell a bunch. Yeah, it's re- all you're doing is making sure you're hardening the love people are gonna give for them when they when they break free. Like that's all you're yeah. doing. They're not looking. They're not going to look at the revival and be like, "Oh, yeah, there's some jobbers or there's some Tom, you know, fools or whatever." No, you know, they're going to be like, "WWE are petty bitches," and I'm going to ride for the revival even harder. Have you heard me say a bad thing about? Have you ever heard me call them fake ass Arn Anderson? Six months. No, it's hard. You know, punch it down. Like, like as much as I didn't like them when they were presented in a credible fashion, it was like wrestling hate. You know, like I still recognize. I always hate them because they they really were really good. You know, like fuck these guys. Yeah, because they were super effective at what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But this and and I and I'm even like, no, these guys deserve. Better, and I'm not a deserved guy because yeah. people deserve shit, but these guys deserve better. This is just petty. It's just respect. respect. Like, they deserve respect. Yeah. You know, like, you deserve to be treated like like you haven't done anything wrong. That, that's probably like, like the biggest thing. You don't, you don't need to be like, you know, like, like shit on. Like, that's, you know. Um, in the territory days, they didn't, when they beat you on the way out, it was because. Well, one, you were leaving, and you, it was time to put somebody over, and only that audience saw it. You're going to go to towns, maybe across the damn country, but certainly a few towns over, or, uh, or a few territories over, and make money where nobody saw you lose to the guy on your way out. It's, it was just not, yeah. It's just, it's just petty, uh, uh, vindictive bullshit. You know, we all. Know. And 
really quick, can we talk about Triple H liking the tweet about Vince McMahon needing to do better? Vince Who tweeted it? Issue. Whose original tweet was it? I'll forget who the original tweeter was. Maybe it was just uh, a guy. Just, I was going to ask, was it just just a rando, or was it, did they at least yeah, it was just a guy. Like, oh, if it was fucking Gucci McGee at fucking Bleacher Report or some shit, and it's like, oh, okay. But no, it was just yeah. some, some guy. Wow. And obviously, you saw it because it was a screenshot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Wow. He does need to do better. No, he doesn't. He can't do better. I'm convinced. It's, it's, you can't. You can't expect um, uh, old athlete, you know, twilight of his career athlete X to just do better. That's not how it works. Yeah. The man is, is just not able to, to, to do the job of ladies. Or, or something. Darrell also said that they sure don't. Uh, SmackDown had its third lowest viewership of the year, but went up more than Raw. So there's that for SmackDown. And had a, a, if, if anything, like if there's a silver lining to all this, like Kobe Kingston had a, a really good week. They like, did. You beat, yeah, you beat Daniel Bryan clean, and then you win, um, you know, a triple threat between uh, you, Sammy, and AJ after three blue thunderbombs and end up you know, driving off Kevin Owens at the end. Like, before, yeah, that last house thunderbomb thing, when he was selling it, when he was, you know, the count was happening, and he was just mangled, like, yo. Yeah. It was good. I, yeah, his matches and the performances and the physical stuff was top-notch and all very good, and he definitely had a good week there. But I was more impressed by his mic work and his uh, uh, yeah. attitude and body language. Because I said, I was like, this got to be, I was like, when, he cut, when Owen turned on him, I was like, well, at least, hopefully, you know, uh, we, this should give him the impetus to, you know, to, uh, turn it up and get more aggressive. And not, all right, you, you, you're grateful you're the champ. We get it. And like, we all know. Now let's uh, be be the champ and defend that thing. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he and he passed with flying colors. Like he just like oh, like it, I I almost didn't know, and I'm kind of ashamed. But it's like oh, okay, I didn't know Kofi had this level in him, and he like really bought it. So I was uh, very very pleased with uh, Kofi's performance yeah. on the mic and and he's again music. in the ring. Give him oh, solo music. Say what about music? Oh yeah. He needs solo yeah. music. Solo music. Ooh, uh, like that can you bring music. SOS back, or you got to update Daddy? No. Let's let's let's. People keep. It's funny. I tweeted out that like he needs solo music, and people are like, "Yeah, SOS." I was like, "No." Like like we. That's what we need to avoid. Like let's not. Let's not do the Jamaican thing again. Like like sure. just give him new music. Oh, and 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 really quick. Um. Like Daniel Bryan is still just the MVP of whatever league you put him in. He's a mayor. <laughs> whatever role they put in there, whatever spot they put him in, like if you saw his WWE.com interview after they got the tag team title, like he's so good. He's he's so serious in this role. It's amazing. Any, just anything beyond the good performance.
Corbin, like he did heel promo when new tag champ, anything, any kind of news, I guess it would, they wouldn't have put it in that. Form. No, I mean, it was just like. Just good. I, yeah, people should aspire to be, or you just talked about how, like, he, he, it's weird. He talked about how good the Usos were and how good the New Day was, and just that they were that good and they never wanted to be serious. Like, they didn't want these titles to be great. I want these titles to main event WrestleMania, just like the women's title main event WrestleMania. It was just so good. Like, it was, you know, if it would have worked as a face promo for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. it was just. He's, and, and Rowan just stood there nodding all the time. It was perfect. It really was. Um, yeah, just, just, I want all the good things to happen to Daniel Bryan. It was really, you know, SmackDown is just, even when things aren't going great ratings-wise and stuff, it's just SmackDown just always it's a clear, better show. Like, not even, mm-hmm. it's just not even close. And, and they're nimble, and the way they can just kind of, the, the when they put putting Brian and Rowan in that position, even if it's just for I assume it's just for the time being, so things kind of get sorted out. They're a team that you can certainly uh, personality wise, you know, people are going to pay attention to those titles and those matches. And they were able to find something for Brian to do. You know, he's not in that ladder match. I'm not sure if I want him in that ladder match, um, but you know, he's not in, in, in the immediate title picture, especially after Monday. And just to keep them on TV with something to do, something important. It's just like, well, hey, if, if, if the Hardys had to, had to uh, vacate those titles, this is a definite uh, lateral move. I'd say it's an upgrade, but certainly not a downgrade. And I even like, I really like the, the putting the emphasis on uh, or drawing attention to not just handing them over. And make and actually having a match without having a tournament or some kind of long drawn out thing, uh, and and it was some, somewhat predictable. I mean, you kind of knew the Usos weren't going to, you know, being raw raw guys now weren't going to win. Same with Sami Zayn. So him hitting all those blue thunders at the end. That's that that actually shows uh, how good Kofi is. That I timed the ball and like, wait, what? Is this really going to? Oh, okay. <laughs> but for a second, half a second at least, something. Um, but yeah, just a good night for for a lot of folks. A good week, not the ratings and the company overall, but or TV overall. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, Brian and Kofi certainly had good good weeks. All right, before we uh, take calls, let's, let me go ahead and get this. Uh, we got an email from Jabron out in Vegas, and he says, uh, what up, fellas? Two questions for you all this week. I want to say this. Trav, I don't know who's been telling you that it's cheap here in Vegas because it's not. Uh, I don't know if I said it was cheap. I, I certainly – I mean, I'm the one over here with the consternation about going out there spending a bunch I mean, of money. It's, it's cheap. <laughs> like, I, I, it's weird. Oh, well, maybe never, it's you saying I, that. No, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't I, – I understand – that Jabron lives in Vegas. I totally respect that. But mm-hmm. I, I can say personally, I, I went to Vegas and didn't right. spend a lot of money. Like, you, you know, so he, he's, of course, he is more experienced with it. My point is, it's very possible to go to Vegas with a, with a little bit of money. And, and like, 
to, to go full on inside like Travis. I've I've been on vacation with you. I know the thing that you spend money on. So <laughs> me telling you this is like you know like I don't I don't see you like waking up at three AM to go to the casino. I don't see you rushing to get mm-hmm. to I've never had them bright lights in my face. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, right. you know, that stimuli. Might get out there and be a whole different person. Sparklers <laughs> on the bottle in the in the middle of the club with the Migos. I, 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 I don't uh-huh. envision that. So you know, I yeah, I, I don't have all the answers but I can test a weekend in Vegas not being crazy. Like And I'll be hanging out with Craig a lot of the time. So I don't envision uh you know, where neither one of us are strip club guys. That's just an absolute yeah. again, like I'm not even if I had money, I'm like I'm not just like no thank you. That's not yeah, my idea yeah, yeah, for yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and I and I heard they're the home with a ten dollar buffet. Unless that's not true, that's a that's a good thing. So, but anyway, let me finish with uh, Jabron. So he says, uh, it's not like it used to be, but since we've gotten the hockey team and the Raiders are on their way, they charge you for everything. Just about in every hotel on the Strip charges to park now, and most of the restaurants have gone up as well. Oh, and just. Oh, and just to also let you know, they don't give free drinks if you're not playing the slots. Most of the casinos have started to be dicks about it. However, if you if you get a cool cocktail girl, you're you're good. Um, I don't know if they're not being if it's if them not giving out free drinks is them being dicks. <laughs> That's them going. These motherfuckers ain't playing them slots. Be eye on them. I think they're here trying to chill for free drinks. That's just you know. Smart business. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but again, I don't even want to. I'm not going to sit in there even on a quarter slots or penny slots. Then I'm not just. That's just not. What is that? I'm be hanging out in the hotel watching the network. <laughs> uh, or or on some mountain. Staring at the fucking the the whole strip from afar with the blinking lights on sure. fucking pay, on peyote or something like just that it's it, there's no in between. Just either 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 me in the, in the hotel room with Craig and sister just bullshitting, or having a out of body experience in the desert with a alien. Did he have anything else on that? Oh oh, he says one last thing. I know you smoke, and all the people I know say that they rather get their weed from the streets than to go to the shops because of their price. I don't know myself because I haven't been, uh, I haven't been, but I thought I'd let you know. Yeah, um, I hear that the 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 dispensaries and <laughs> the dispensaries in really close to the, and on the strip are, you know, like any other tourist fucking thing. They're going to Whatever, uh, but I have a buddy out there. He's funny. He's in a wrestling group. He's friends with my homie Mike Moore, um, uh, who lives out in Vegas, like like Gibran. So he knows the whole. Uh, and he's a smoker, so he was saying you just got to be on the outskirts of town. All the dispensaries on the outskirts are better, but you still might be right. Uh, but I'm not. If there's a dispensary. And it's just like, oh, I just got to go walk out here or catch a thing and go up to this one. And it's 
cheaper than the touristy ones on the strip, but maybe a little more than like a new, you know. I'll go to the dispensary. <laughs> you know, like mm, I'll pay that up charge Look, for I choice took, and all that kind of stuff and safety. I took like two gummies in at like I don't know, right before checkout and ended up taking three hours to eat my lunch. <laughs> like, I, I sat there and I looked up and everybody was done eating and I had to touch my food. I was like, oh, sorry. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like you should bang for your buck out there. <laughs> You'll be all right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, live there, especially five. You know, after five days, I, I, you know, I, I'm old enough now. I, I know how to pace myself and, you know, get acclimated and let 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 local people that know what you're doing lead the way. And also stay attached to my man Mike because he out there spending big money and he was like, make it. He, <laughs> make, he, he yeah, out of the <laughs> Put his shit out there, but he just yeah, him and money. They're very uh, quick to part ways, <laughs> and he's okay with that. I'm like, oh, I don't. I'll stay next to you then. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yeah, so thanks for those Vegas tips, Gerard. He continues, though. What the fuck was Roman Reigns' unfinished business on Raw? Because to me, it was the same Roman Reigns that we always get when he was on Raw. I'm not hating on Roman, but fuck, I got three emails from WWE saying Roman has unfinished business. So I'm thinking, like, damn, maybe, maybe, they, have some, maybe they have some different, something different for him. And to me, we got nothing at all. Regarding, we got nothing at all regarding to his unfinished business. <laughs> three, damn, three emails. I just sued WWE thing and I delete it. It's, unless it says PayPal and it's my bill and I send it to the, you know, receipts or whatever. Folder. Yeah, I don't even read them shits. Because it's just, ah, oh, t-shirts are, you know, two for 20. It's some bullshit that I don't care about. Um, I don't know, Cam, what was Roman Reigns' unfinished business? This was I, uh, I mean, it's, it's not, again, like, they, they, they don't define what anybody is or what anybody wants, and they use, like, these generic platitudes, like, unfinished business and my yard and burn it down, and, like, none of it means anything. And so... But Undertaker said my yard in 2002, and you didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I found out his, his yard is aligned with terrorist money. Um, oh boy. But no, it's like none of it. It's it just like these these ideas don't hold water. And then, but the problem with it is it's not that they don't hold water. Is that like Javon said, I got three emails about his intentions, and he didn't do anything or follow through anything. Like, like it, when you say burn it down for Seth Rollins. Is, does that mean Seth Rollins' goal is to put on the very best, the most entertaining match? Because if that's what it was, then they said that. It's like, okay, like he, he, that's what he's doing. He's living up to that. Um, but that's not what they say. Like, to me, when you say burn it down, like that's, that's being anti-establishment. And he, he is very much trying to uphold the ideas of the establishment. Like, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, like trying to be the very best wrestler in WWE. And, and it's just like, 
they, they, they hype up these things and you end up getting the same old thing. Like there's there's literally and and I hate that we have to preface it like this because you know these conversations get chopped up and then you end up on YouTube, um, looking like you said something that you didn't. But like Roman Reigns before he had to take time off, and Roman Reigns now that he's healthy again are the same stale character. Um, and, and the glimpse that we got into Roman Reigns, the person, um, you know, happened while he had to take hiatus, and I'm in no way saying that that's the character that has to define him. I'm saying that without range, Roman Reigns is not going to do more for you. Like, more people aren't going to come around just because you stay on the same path. The same people who don't like him or didn't like him are either going to maintain those feelings or the goodwill that you built is going to stay exactly where it is. But it can't go if you're not doing anything new. I thought it was risky, and it paid off, I think, uh... Where were they? In Louisville. So and maybe that was that was a calculated risk when they showed the video package for for mm-hmm. like don't remind people that he's been, you know like they but they probably go they, they, there's no way they forget they, and which is true like we all know who Roman Reigns is and what he's been through character wise the last you know four or five years so. They probably just like, well, let's just lean into it and and, and make this over the top, uh, uh, you know, video package showing his ascension. And I just thought, man, that's a video package you do before he's back. Not, you know, he's been back six weeks now, or you know, it's been a while. He's been pretty ingrained in things for the last like two months. But you put the, you do that before he's back, or like after, like if he had been going a year, it really went through. Not you know, nah, I wouldn't want to go through two days of fucking cancer treatment, let alone you know four months of it or whatever he had to go through. But you know, it wasn't this long drawn out thing. He was kind of going, then oh shit, Rome's back already. Wow, um, I just thought it was risky. But the crowd when they came back, they clapped and. His music hit and they fucking popped, and I was like, risk a, risk avert, or you know, it paid off. But but it was a risk to to you know, I wouldn't show that video in Chicago or Philly or Newark or nothing like I'm sure. Um, is that it with your bronze email? No, he says. Uh, oh, I just read WWE has fit. Fared, uh, fired their lead writer on Raw. Is that the guy you're talking about? Oh, no, no, no. He said... Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I was talking about somebody else. Yeah. Fired their lead writer on Raw this past Monday night. My question is how much blame can you put on the writer or the wrestlers for not having that much freedom to go off script uh, from what they've been given? Yeah, no. They, they don't blame any of the writer. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, it might sound like it sometimes, but I don't, I don't blame yeah. the writer and the wrestlers for the creative stuff. And really quick, like, talk about, like, what's corny. You heard about uh, the lady who showed up to work with her Emmy? No. Who? Yeah, what like somebody, uh, one, of, one of their. Oh, well, she was she like, writers, a, like a technical person? Oh, a writer. No, okay. Yeah, and she pulled up with her Emmy and, like, caught heat because of that. Like, it's such a please don't flex on me business or please don't stun on me business. I think that is so corny, like. Nobody's allowed to be successful outside of 
the parameters they set, and that's gross. Like from her colleagues? Yeah, like 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 she got heat from that. Like like yo, like if I if if we were doing a show, like on like on site, and like I had just won like a podcast award, I'm definitely mm-hmm. showing up with you. You motherfucking and you're going to feel me, like, and I would expect you to do the, you to do the same, like, that, that's, I don't know. When Colbert or Amy Poehler or, like, or comi- when a comedian actor does it, it's, like, funny, because that's the joke, like, mm, look at me showing off my Emmy. But if you do it for not for laughs, or at least a, an audience, and it's literally just for, you're just flexing for and on the people that you work with and around, then it's, it's bad. Which is but see, just, that's the thing, though. Like, that's the, that's the culture I come from. I mean, like, I want to say culture. Like, that's that's young culture. That's hip hop culture. That's sports culture. Like, if you got something, you flex. Like, I don't. It's American it's like, culture. I mean, yeah, that's just absolutely. It's American culture, one hundred percent. And like, yo, like the fact that people was feeling the way, like, yo, win an Emmy. Like, <laughs> to me, it's that simple. Right. Like, yo, right. Like, like, Just I can't, like you I can't say, drive to work uh, in my nice car because you can't afford the car. Like, I can't wear these right. shoes because you can't buy these sneakers. Like, at the end of a game, if you, you mad at a coach for running up the score, that that coach has the line is always, then stop us. What the fuck? Yeah, it's four yeah, quarters, like, two halves, or whatever it is. You know, stop us, play some D, <laughs> make us not score. That's all you gotta do. Discord out of here. Discord. And and again, like it's not like she beat them out for the Emmy. I pulled up with my Emmy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I didn't I didn't take this from you. We weren't in the same category. Like it's not like everybody who co-starred with Leo DiCaprio showing up with their award that they that they were both nominated for. It's not like that. It's not like people. It's not like every daytime actress ever showing up to a read with uh, Susan Lucci and having their award on them. Like it's not that. It is a completely different. It's like it's like showing up to your NBA buddy's house with your Super Bowl ring. We're doing different things. I'm, I'm sorry yeah. you ever won your championship. I got by. Like I don't know. Right. It's not I, like I it's not like petty ass Shaq always talking shit to Charles Barkley. Hey Charles, how many, rings, how many rings you got, man? Yeah, yeah. Then it's like that to man. a point. It's like, all right, let me get it. Uh, Jabron ends with P.S. I know last week Cam said uh, he would like to see a doc on a documentary on Brian Pillman. I was thinking one would be dope. I, I was thinking it would be dope to see a doc on or new. Um, so yeah, yeah. I would say like I, I don't want to see anything already. about New Jack particularly, but. Oh, New Jack. I thought he said New Day. Ooh, you know, you know oh, what I'm sure about a New Jack one, though? I don't hmm. think you could get enough um, I don't think there's enough material for it to be level. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you ever get who New Jack the person is outside of New Jack the character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just you know I don't I mean? care about it either. So, well, um, I have no RBD. Yeah, I, you know, you know, and it's bad because I think RVD is is one of those like before Matt Riddle came around, like RVD is the super unique talent um, who you know as a as a young man 
I thought RBD, RBD was the very best thing I'd ever seen. And then, mm-hmm. you know, kind of tastes change, sensibilities change. But, mm-hmm. you know, when he I, showed I up in WWE in 01, oh my God, I was like, <gasps> yeah, mm-hmm. eyes wide open. I did not see the stuff he did with, 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 uh, with, uh, what's his name, old head, blonde, curly hair. I didn't see all that stuff in those classic oh, matches. Jerry, and Jerry, Lynn Jerry Lynn, I didn't see that stuff. Yeah. And he showed up in, in those hardcore matches with the Hardys and all kinds of stuff. I was floored and, and an instant fan. Um, I think he's yeah. a cool and person. Like, he's cool. kind of con- controversy free. You know, he's married. He's been married to the same woman for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, weed isn't as controversial as it would have been if they did a documentary on him 15 years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, New Jack, for storytelling purposes, you would think it would be a better documentary because he's a more interesting, not more interesting, uh, but he has a lot more storytelling things you could like latch on to because he's a crazy person yeah, and but, does a lot of bad things. They're on the opposite end, but they're both reasons. Like, but I don't know if I'd want to see either because whereas New Jack, you don't know if you're going to get. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And that still holds up. how wild he is. On the yeah. flip side, I don't know if RVD has a dynamic enough personality to where a doc on him is going to be super interesting. Like, hmm. I, I think the opposite. I think you would actually, you'd be, you'd at the end of an RVD video uh, or documentary, be like, "What the fuck was WWE doing all that time? They had him, and." They had access to this personality, and they they swap. You'd be even more mad. I this think. is the I thing. If if I wanted an RVD doc from oh from like ninety six or ninety seven to the year to one year after they took the title off of them, that's the doc I want to see. I don't want to see RVD before he's like thirty. You know what I mean? Like we need the WWE title after the weed bus? Yes. Like oh, to a so year far. after that. Oh, yeah. So like so yeah, so like ninety five to O five, I'm very interested. I like mm. after that I don't know if like I don't want to know about R V D in Oh no 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 no. Like, that was because the, the revamped ECW didn't come back till O six, so it had to be uh like O seven? No no no, it was that first that first it was that summer. Or was it the next okay. summer? Or but yeah, mid late 2000s. Yeah, like a 10 year period, I do think that'd be interesting. Um, New Jack's just a wild nigga, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm a bunch of that. Like, I really want to just experience best new Best promo New Jack had was in, was in our, like, was in, in, in DNA when he goes, I don't know holes. I don't know wrestling. All I know is whooping yo ass. <laughs> All right. Again, thanks to Brian for the for the email. Let's uh let's open up the phone lines. Three four seven two oh two oh one oh three is the way to get get in line and let's uh, open things up with our first caller. Let's talk to Kylan up in Newark. Uh, Kylan, what's going on, man? Right Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Not all right, right man. It's on your mind. That's, that's great. So, 
uh, a lot happened out of this. A lot happened this week. Some of it, some of it out of nowhere. Um, more, more specifically, the XFL that that all all of a sudden came from out of nowhere. Yeah. What the hell? XFL TV deal encompasses Disney, you know, ESPN, ABC, or at least mm-hmm. ESPN, ESPN and and Fox. And I, was there a third? I think there was a third, but those, those were two hour No. There was okay. So ESPN and Fox. So Disney and Fox are going to be broadcasting uh, XFL games. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. As Cam said earlier, there's going to be XFL. Is it, there's a game or games on Sunday, WrestleMania Day. So, that's uh, that's more than interesting. I doubt they could get, get it in the contract, like, oh, yeah, WrestleMania uh, Sundays are flagged out for football. Like, no. <laughs> like the seasons in the spring and April and, you know, May or March and April, whatever it is. And WrestleMania just. Sorry. I, I, I wonder. I wonder who officially mapped out the schedule. Whether it was Vince or. Oliver Lux that actually did because I imagine if it was him, maybe maybe he forgot that WrestleMania Sunday was Sunday. If it was Vince, and it probably wasn't because I just can't imagine. Yeah, this 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 uh this I don't want to say Paul Tagliabue. Does uh, what's his face at the NFL, the owner or the commissioner? He doesn't make the schedule. You do. You know, he doesn't make the schedules. He runs the league, and and he doesn't own the league like Vince owns WWE. But 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 still, Um, no, you have people, logistic people, people that are in charge of making the schedule. They work. But again, even if it was Vince that personally somehow made the schedule. He can't. He didn't forget about WrestleMania. He can't schedule around WrestleMania. That's just an obvious conflict of interest. You'd be thrown out on your ass as like a investor or whatever. You know, they, that that's you just can't do that. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, well, my my point in saying that, I, somehow I I have a feeling that. That 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 set of games might 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 end up being moved to a, moved to another day once someone eventually realized oh, holy holy crap we made a mistake this this set of games can't be on this thing. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I, I can see that adjacent to a buy, but I think maybe you just play the games early. A buy for the league? You know, like, you know, league I mean, in a <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's only what? How many teams is it? Like eight? Five. <laughs> but but no, I mean, you're just that's that's as simple as scheduling all the games to end by seven or by six. You know, like yeah. that's because you don't get. Um, you know, you don't get every game in every uh, every market. So, you know, if it's, if it's like yeah. the NFL, they just don't have a night game that week. All the games are over 7 Eastern. You know, and then you just they run WrestleMania after that. Like, I mean, it, it depends, but I think that's an easy solution. The games are just early that week, and you know, ESPN just doesn't run uh, PBA bowling that morning. You know, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, and they'll have Wild World or Rodeo. Maybe some kind of uh, cross promotion, and you know, especially of a, a Fox game. Uh, yeah, my my question for this week concerns. Or, or at least one of my question for this week concerns SmackDown's future once it once it comes to Fox with 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 Fox's main main channel and and Fox and Corporation. Same big money for SmackDown to come there, and with Fox, and with Fox losing all of its UFC programming, it was it was strongly hinted about four weeks ago that Fox is considering adding a third hour. Yeah. Is there any way that a third hour of SmackDown can be construed as a positive? And if so, how? And will either of you participate? I'm not trying to come up with no positive spin of a three hours SmackDown, because there are none in my mind, and I'm not going to, you know, try to come up with some silly rationale on why it's a good, why it would be a good idea. And it just doesn't make, it just doesn't work format-wise for for Fox, because of, you know, uh, 10 o'clock news ain't uh, ain't going nowhere on on Thursday or Friday. I'm not saying I have hoes, but I'd be around the hoes. I'm not going to be at home every Friday night at 10 o'clock. No. Like, not, it's going to be hard enough for me to get in that first hour and a half of SmackDown if it's on a Friday. So, no, like a three-hour three Friday night TV show as an adult? Like, no. I, I, I can't. And then even... Even if you switch that to being, like, in a family scenario, like, if y'all stay home on Friday night, I can't imagine you being able to maintain the television away from your children 
or wife or husband or whoever <laughs> for a three-hour window on a Friday night. Like, the PlayStation's coming on or whatever y'all binge is coming on. Like, like no. Like, I feel like two hours already in the past that was on top. Now I'm in television on a Friday night. I, I, mm-hmm. There is not – I cannot think of a positive of a three-hour show on – I can't think of a positive of a three-hour TV show, let alone a three-hour TV show on a Friday night. No. Yeah, I, I figured that was you guys would say, but I, I just wanted to leave, leave the possibility of a positive possibly being thrown out there. Yeah, as far as the time or the time in the, the Fox News, 10 o'clock news goes, Darrell saying, you know, third hour would be on Memphis. And most likely B205. I'm not sure how you can call that a third hour of SmackDown then. Seems like SmackDown, SmackDown, and 205 Live is next on the different channel. Uh, if if, if, he, if I'm, re- I'm reading that right, but if that's how he meant it, that's how I'm taking it. And that's not a third hour of SmackDown. And also, you can't just be like, hey, everybody, go, go tune over to this other channel for the last hour of, of this show. No. Anyway, anyway uh, anything else for us? And my second question concerns ancillary wrestling programming okay. with Viceland ordering another wrestling themed show entitled The Wrestlers as of May 22nd are, are there any other networks that you would like to see delve into the world of wrestling scene programs that haven't done it. Yeah, probably not. Because Viceland is probably in, at the perfect intersection of having a budget and not having any fucks. Right? Or enough yeah. fucks to like you know, put on good programming, but like as far as like, uh, we can't do wrestling, that's not going to, well, they've already shown with the, 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 with, um, the, uh, not wrestling shadows, the Dark Side of the Ring series that went up every week that the show came on with even less big names, you know, like the Macho Man story or the Brody story did better than the Macho Man story. And, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's just, uh, Growing ratings because it's a you know people like it. It's a good show. So they ordered more wrestling related content, and again, I just think that's the network to do it because they have enough money to make it good and that they can do put in the quality research, but they're not going to condescend and make it like this. I'm ashamed to have it on our network, so let's kind of talk down to it and you know kind of present it as bullshit. Yeah, kind of I want say. more digital content. Like I want more. I want more access to things like wrestling, not on television. I want more on YouTube. 
like I want more on subscription networks. Be, like beyond Viceland putting those shows on those platforms, you're saying? Yeah, like, I'm sure that happens. Exactly. That's like, okay. Yeah, that, that's what I want. Like, um, you know, like stuff like like Field, you know, like that's the content that I want, and then give me a, a, a pay-per-view to pay it off. Like, I don't want more... Like, it's just like I don't want more football on TV. You know, I don't want more basketball on TV. Like, I think they're... they're I have enough... Because I, cause I, I already don't want to digest it all. So, mm-hmm. no. I, I don't want... I don't want to have to make more decisions about what channel I'm going to flip to to watch wrestling. Like, I want other avenues to explore this so I can watch it when, you know, I'm, uh, you know, at a Starbucks, like, you know, plotting something out and I can watch it on the side. You know, like, I, I want stuff like that. Um, but not nah, just, like, more on TV, like, more on networks? No, because that becomes homogenized and people can't execute the ideas that, that I think they, they're able to when they answer to so many masters like now. And again, that's that's the reasoning I had with the with Viceland because obviously they have people at the top that uh, that have a certain amount of uh, respect and reverence for wrestling as a genre. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, let's let's let the people who obviously care and respect the, the the art and all that kind of those things, let them keep doing. It. I don't want to, mm-hmm. yeah, other entities to even try. It's unnecessary. Uh, so yeah, anything else, Colin? Before we go, uh, on the on the topic of WWE Network, with WWE Network subscriptions going up, albeit barely, barely. Um, yeah. And with with WWE Network presumably about to launch their tiered pricing system towards the end of the year, it looks like. Are there any pieces of content or perhaps library items that would cause you to increase your price of network here for business. Yeah, thanks, Colin, for the call. I appreciate you as always. I don't know. I mean, I don't watch the stuff that's on. Stuff that's on. Oh. What's that? Yeah, okay. I pay, I, pay, I pay $10 a month for NXT and papers. Yep. You know, so... <laughs> and things that are on in between NXT and something that, or you know after NXT and after a pay-per-view <laughs> yeah. and the occasional like, Andrew Christian episode and you know like it's very so you know and it's not going to make me spend more money I don't think but like I think a table for three with the wives Super, like a super interesting idea, and you know, you, you don't, you never want to play somebody with the widest they think of this sooner. But whoever, like whoever's idea that is, like that's 
that's the kind of thing they need to bring to the forefront because mm-hmm. the people who, you know, they're not going to say anything crazy and edit it out, but the people who, when they get to be people, is the most interesting part, and people that you're impartial to, like, regardless of how you feel about women who are like, you're interested in how Randy Orton's wife feels about stuff. Like, you just don't. Sure. You know what I mean? So, like, that's, like, cool, edgy content. If they said that Table for Threes was, like, an extra dollar a month, I think they could get people to pony up for that. And not me, but I think that, like, they could effectively do something like that. But, no, like, you know what I can't think of anything they could produce um, because... It's, it's almost always going – whenever you do a documentary that's on WWE site, it's always going to have, uh, you know, a political slant to it. And so I mm-hmm. don't know if I trust them to do anything impartial to the point where I'm like, I need to listen to this um, to the point where I'll pay more for it. Like, ooh, I, I think off the top, like that, that's a lot to say. Uh, because, again, they, they do super serve the audience. Like, having every single patron you ever produce – and then you're like, well, just there, so. I'm going to NXT So is there more stuff? I don't know. I mean, I mean, again, it was always um, if they could get other companies to allow them access to their libraries to show their papers. If they had the TNAs and even the, the MLWs or the AEWs. If there was a way to watch those pay-per-views with, um, like, a small increase of fees, then you got a winner. But solo, I, I don't know if they can produce brand new stuff to the like that. Yeah, as long as uh, all I know is my tier, but it's, well, you know, I better not get nothing less than what I've been getting for the last couple of five years. That's all I know. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with tears, but my shit better, you know. And I fuck with my what I'm already able to get. Like let them put NXT on like the next the twelve ninety nine tier, I'll fucking pitch a fit. All right. Um what's your time like before we uh, get into this next uh next topic? All right. Huh? Okay. Um yeah, go ahead. Mark Sullivan. Right? This was an issue that you uh he talked about at least, uh, yeah, and in one of the wrestling groups you're in, they weren't trying to hear it, uh, deleted your post, mm-hmm. and uh, and today, uh, or maybe last night, but recently, it's uh, it's broken with just this comprehensive Reddit uh, Reddit thread. A comprehensive list of links and screenshots regarding Lars Sullivan, and it's the guy they show who was compiled by. And it was posted 23 hours ago, uh, and it's just a. I think some of the earlier ones are like 08 to like 2013 for some of these one particular uh, weightlifting or. Yeah, a bodybuilding, I should say, message board that he, Delar Sullivan, frequented in the late 2000s, early early uh, teens, <clears throat> and just screenshots from Imager of, of of from this, I guess deleted ones from this same uh, or different form, and just super like racist 
and <laughs> I just like over the top like like uh, stuff too like it, fake intellectual shit as well like yeah that's the stuff that that bothered me like oh you you think you're like doing research and like coming to like this well it's just science uh, that you know. He's he's definitely yeah. one of the types that would have believed, uh, you know. I forget what the the, the it's not chronology because that means something totally different. But it was like the study of craniums and stuff. It was at the height of like pseudo eighteenth century, nineteenth uh, century pseudo science. What is it? Uh, yeah, it's the, uh, the the Django yeah. Unchained uh, when Leonardo DiCaprio busted open the skull <laughs> of the old slaves. Okay, and then, so like, yeah, explaining, yeah, why they were serving based on the frame of his lobe, and yeah, nah, he's, I mean, yeah, he definitely yeah, would have gotten it, caught it, up it, in all that uh, 120 years ago. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, the African can be uh, uh, tamed because of the, the slope of the, you know, what them motherfuckers, and and it's all a lot of it was under the guise of, you know, I'm just. Uh, I'm just asking questions and mm-hmm. and, and 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 bullshit like that. It was it was gas Phrenology, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rich. That's what I thought it was. Phrenology. I didn't have the gusto to say it loudly. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of gaslighting, like it's a lot of a lot of fake information. Um and you know A lot of a lot of shots taken at wrestling, Brian, AJ, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just like well, personal wrestling stuff. Yeah, it's like you look at a guy who's had like actual mental health concerns, you know, and and had mental health things he couldn't adjust to. People with anxiety are weak. People with anxiety. Just thinking of all the like anti-mental health tweets he had or or whatever posts he had. People with anxiety are weak. Mental health is a fake, you know, made-up thing. All this, I'm like, wow. Yeah, like you try not to. It, for me personally, I try not to have strong opinions on people like that's opinions because I can you look at it and you say, well, like this person isn't well and they're latching on to these ideals and thoughts in order to try to process the world for themselves. Like it's not just being a dick, even if being a dick is a strong part of it. Um, so, I mean, it's to me. It's a little troubling on a personal level because the idea that I could present that to two people and it be dismissed and me know why it's dismissed, you know, and then, you know, now it comes out from somebody else and it's like, oh, well, we didn't know. So it's it's really layered and, and difficult. Um, but I'll say this, you know, somebody presented it to Big E, um, and, you know, he was like, yo, like, if, if it's true, like, he's got to work with a bunch of people that he has. He'll have to deal with the albatross. Out. He'll have to deal with yeah. the albatross around his neck of being of being a bigot because he has to work with a bunch of minorities. Yeah. And I wish he would have said white people that don't necessarily, you know, it's not like I don't want to be the all, not all, you know, not all white people are all lives matters, guys. But, no, it certainly it, it takes it takes white people to change shit. Like if the people who are, uh, uh, you know, oppressed or whatever are only the ones that are going, hey, what the fuck, making a bunch of noise, mm-hmm. and the people doing it can't go, wait a second, y'all are doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then it makes then there's no movement, there's no, or certainly it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, so, I wish you would have, you know, like, hey, you got to work with a bunch of white people who don't think this is fam. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, but, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, he can't. He's in a position where it's going to be hard for him to click up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And does that help his fucking mental health? I mean, if he's obviously got a documented, I mean, being ostracized and lonely and, you know, that kind of, that doesn't help. That doesn't help a a healthy uh, minded person. Let alone one that's dealing with anxiety. Yeah. Here's one of the, uh, here's one of the kind of pseudoscientific, you know, uh, if we're going off scientific facts, obviously what wither, you spelled it whether whether Hispanic or black women, who pops out the most babies at the youngest age? Hispanics followed by blacks. Why do fifty percent of black women have STDs? Why? Whoa, whoa. Now I say shit like I don't fuck with. I wouldn't fuck with young girls. Like I'm not fucking with no twenty four year old because they suck dick to say hello. Like that's just how they. You know, like when I, I would hear about like, what the shit high school kids are doing and getting caught, like, what the fuck? What is wrong with y'all? So I do have my bias, you know, I'll broadly generalize young people. Um, but, man. Yeah, I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to try to process that a bit more next week. I got to go, but yeah, um, go ahead, have fun talking about that. Have a great rest of the show, man. Later, Talk man. to you. So, and 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 what a perfect timing because Rich here tags in. Rich, what up? Not much, not much. I'm driving uh, from Trey's class presentation and then going to cover Beyond Wrestling for tonight on the torch. Now, now, ask down con- uh, with your wife and mom and in-laws and stuff. You got a, you know, you're, you've got a decent amount of black women around you. Uh, Half of them have an STD, Rich. Are you aware of that? Just to, just to scientifically, thanks, thanks scientifically to, speaking. I mean, it's science. It's like fast-twitch muscle fiber, right? I mean, it's like it's one of those things where you're in class. It's like, look to your left, look to your right. One of these black women have an STD. <laughs> but it's just that – it's like that it, – uh, it's that it's that thing where you go, well, look at this black-on-black crime, and they point to these facts, and then you go – yeah, but look at this white on white crime. Like, what the fuck? Look at this yeah. Cambodian on Cambodian crime. Like, that's just kind of who you're around. That's who you're going to, you know, feud with and be right. angry that's with. That's usually and, my first argument. You know, what that was, about? <laughs> yeah, most people don't talk about the fact that most crime are local, and most local crime is going to be committed by people in your region. And if you're in a region that's particularly depressed, you should talk more about the reason why it's predominantly black, not that black people are doing it. And, oh, no, you know, no, when I was, I was writing for the Bills, a lot of people would, you know, jump into that. It's like, well, well, you guys should spend less time worried about a flag and more time worried about fixing your neighborhood. Like, oh, well, let's talk like, about oh. that. <laughs> let's right. talk about why these neighborhoods are the way they are. And then it's, yeah, then I don't want right. to have a real conversation. That's uncomfortable. Right. And they have to. Like, I'm, okay, I'm, just, I'm just asking the question. Just, just like he did. I'm just asking the question. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh this is you know, it's 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 more than interesting what he's uh his his um on My the flip side I now, will though, add, is, is he well, let me, is he officially me, racist McTweet face 
or is he like Super Saiyan racist McTweet face? Because I feel like he blew Aaliyah out of the water. Yeah, Aaliyah was saying like was just kind of being a, you know, I'm a privileged girl, grow up in this certain, you know, and I'm gonna talk about the health. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, and and colorism shit because she's in, you know, in Indian. Right, you know, like I'm a model minority. She got that cash system shit deep ingrained in her. It's just how it is, and you know. But um, yeah, this. Is, but she never did research and go. Well, let me tell you why dark skinned people or you know this. It, hers was just ignorant, stereotypical kind of. His is too, but it's also that that Breitbart infused Infowars. Here's some fake stats. Or some stats that you know, who the fuck, yeah, I don't know where it came from. That that shit. Because Aaliyah's just and, a and fucking you know, who hasn't lived life and just yeah, is like Aaliyah going by was like TV. her as a teenager. She was like a teenager when she did hers. He was twenty four. No, 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 no. These these posts show your age, like. I'm assuming if these ages are right, like I don't know how old he is now. Oh no, uh, no, no. Some of them were like later on. Like some of those tw- messages he put up, he was 20, 20, between twenty and twenty-four years old when he was writing them. Oh, okay. The stuff that got injured because he had deleted them. Because it does say on a lot of those threads, thirty-three, thirty-one. It don't say twenty-three. Oh. They say 33 and 31. Oh, well, in that case, I can't help them with those either. It just, I guess we can find this out uh, real quick. Because if you allow the year. Okay, so he's 30 now. So he's born in 88. So he'll be 31 soon. Okay, so 10 years ago. Yeah, so if you line up the years of the post. Yeah, if you line up like oh, the years of the post. Oh, how old he is now. Like the account the, the is clearly like still active, or whenever they took those screenshots. So maybe they right. just, yeah, 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 yeah. That that makes sense. Like if you looked at my old torch post that I made in 08 or 2010, it's going to say he this guy's 38. It's not going to say he was, it's he's 28 like when he made the post. Right. Yeah. So okay, so that's wild to me, especially with the mental health stuff you and Cam were talking about. That's the wildest part. Because again, just being, you, just, being a hate, just being hateful and shit—that's one thing. But to, but put it—it's like, and it's not even Schadenfreude because it's not like I'm like, <laughs> you got you develop a mental illness, you fuck, ah, you know. So it's not even I'm not even taking pleasure in 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 that. So I can't even call it, you know, Schadenfreude. But it's it's ironic, certainly. Like man, you're talking all that big shit, all that hot shit. Mental illness is a weak. Anxiety is a weakness. It's fake. It's not a real thing. Yeah, it was real enough that ones. night. Oh, about why he hates, why he likes making fun of gay and non-white people. Just like this. Yeah. Oh, makes fun of the notion of people suffering from social anxiety. Yeah, here it is. And this is a dude who got away with this stuff. Because at an early age, he had gigantism and they caught it. Oh. So he was all, because that's why his hands and stuff are so big. He has the same disease that Big Show and Andre the Giant had, 
but they just stopped the growing before it got painful and too big. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it's like, so he was always the biggest guy with the biggest hand. Like he's always been this crow magnet looking mofo. So you can imagine him in high school saying this crap. And thinking he could get away with it, and then he just jumps on the internet, continues it. Well, he's arguing with this one guy, who says I mean, he's a he's not exactly a sympathetic figure. You're a fucking dumbass. Also, you don't look anywhere near 270. If you're a grown man and still play video games, grow the f up. You're one of those guys I see. Strong fucking life you life you have. And then he goes, oh, did I cause you to have another anxiety attack? Go take some prescription medicine for it, you fucking derp. <laughs> and the guy goes, pretty much, the, pretty much the response I expected, just reinforcing that, in fact, you are indeed a dumbass. You still don't look anywhere near 270. So, again, this is a bodybuilding, like, uh, forum. So there's a bunch of jack meatheads, like, yeah, look at your pecs. They're not even defined. And, like, those are the insults that they <laughs> like you're 268. Don't try to claim 270, you fucking lightweight. <laughs> you think your pecs are popping right now? You think your yeah. pecs are popping? Um, telling more people with mental issues to grow up. Since Del Rio got pushed because he's Mexican, cause the NC, cause the NAACP clown. Since Scott Hall's going to OD. Uh, more about more racial comments about handouts. Zach Ryder equals cringeworthy against Middle Eastern terrorism because he they worship terrorists. Uh, doesn't want people from the Middle East from Middle Eastern countries in the Wait. U.S. But, Wait, so Travis is he going to Saudi Arabia? We'll see. Cause somebody might show those to the minister, and that might not be good. He don't give a fuck about what this dickhead. Please. They t- they said on WWE TV, we need to turn that place to a stinking parking lot. Like, they don't give a fuck. They got propaganda to run. They don't have time for for, for personal, like, that, that doesn't matter. They know it doesn't matter in the long run, because he, somebody that works for him, wait, some media dickhead. Wait, wait, if they don't have time for personal stuff, how'd the homeboy get cut up? Uh, okay, Rich. I mean, we're talking about different things here. We're talking about a wrestling asshole saying stuff about Middle Eastern terrorists, not a, a, a journalist that was not even really exposing, <laughs> was halfway exposing. You're just saying the sky is blue. Anyway, uh, says Muslims should be demonized for their religion. Says AJ Lee looks like 16-year-old Gilbert Gottfried and drag. Makes jokes about Austin beating Deborah. LOL that Canyon committing suicide. Says the McMahons don't care about Mexicans politically, but they'll exploit any race to make money. He said Vince was a cokehead. He said the last dump he took was more important than Israel. This is the Coleman chair. He makes fun of Meltzer and his Chinese wrestling. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, and like you said, somebody showed it to uh hey, say, hey, Biggie, what do you think it is? And um, you know, he responded the way he did. And this isn't something this is obviously something that's 
salacious and going to make it make it make the rounds. If we're here talking about it on this, you know, two bit internet radio show, you can best believe the entire or good portion of the WWE locker room in, in twenty four less than twenty four hours. This was posted twenty three hours ago. They all know. He's gotten text. Oh yeah. He's got you know. I mean, he, he, I would bet money they that they all have like group text. They got group right. B's. They got you know well, all like their little side things. This broke like four months ago. Right. And like when he initially got got the call up, and then he went away, and then he had the anxiety stuff, and then it kind of like you know, but not in this detail. There was this is like. 50 screenshots and stuff, uh, more than that probably, compared to like four that we had four months ago, I think. So in the four months that he, you know, or in the last few months that he, uh, you know, between he got called up originally and then his, his re-push, people been, uh, you know, doing their digging and doing, doing their internet sleuthing. I, I love a good receipt. This was like the receipt book. <laughs> so, what is this large response? Oh, he blocked that person. <laughs> yeah, he blocked the person who put it up, yeah. That was his response. How dare you tell the truth about me? Oh, here's proof that he... Oh, here's the pictures he posted to that account of himself. Yep. Right, because the argument was going to be, well, how do you know it's him? But no, it's a bodybuilding site. He put up body shots. Well, no, here's one of his whole body. Him and some woman. No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. He's like, here's proof. I get the ladies. Because he got so, uh, he probably got so, because the, the thing he's responding to, and it's again, like the the, the, the meathead stuff, you're at, he's like, uh, you're you're asking for someone to snap a picture of your progress, not asking for a blowjob, nothing gay about it. Yeah. And then, so you can, he's like baiting them into like, see your to see your progress, dude. <laughs> and like, you know, fine, here's some pics of my pecs. Uh, all right. So enough of Lars Sullivan. We'll, I'm sure this will, it's not going to go away. Uh, it'll probably, if, not probably, it might be a bigger story next week because we'll have, or it could run its course over the weekend and we'll get everybody's reaction and by next Wednesday it won't even be a big deal anymore. So it can, it, you know, it's just one of those things of how does this break? How does this, you know, who takes, who, who gets spicy on Twitter over this and keeps the story, makes it even more salacious? Because now it becomes not just Lars and, you know, a bigot and a fucking misogynist and a homophobe and all this kind of stuff, but it's such and such now got beat with Lars because he's these things. <laughs> that's what's going right. to be interesting if it's allowed to even happen. Like maybe they go, no, quiet on this. Well, topic. it's funny because look what 
they they allow like Alexa Bliss basically to keep taking shots at Sasha Banks, even though she's at home, and no one said anything. So true. I think it would behoove them. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was just saying true. No, I was just agreeing. Oh, oh, I thought I, I thought you were gonna start say, like maybe there was something no, else yeah. I missed. Uh, yeah, like it it's wild to me that that stuff's going on. So with Lars. Are they going to say anything, or or are the people involved going to be smart enough to realize if you make this worse, it doesn't help you? Right. You, you don't want to piss off. Uh, you don't want to give the impression to anybody in your locker room that you want – because you can't tamp this down like everybody knows. So you might as well just let people respond in their in their voice, you know, just say, hey, people, don't right. go too far, don't, don't – you know – I mean, I just don't see WWE telling, especially it's wrestlers of color and it's women, like, you know, hey, uh, uh, there's a moratorium on, you know, this Lars Sullivan. Who the fuck is Lars Sullivan? It's going to be the first question. Like, fuck this guy. Y'all really willing to die on the Lars Sullivan fucking hill? Right. More than likely, it'll be a story. It'll be a big deal for a few weeks, maybe a few months, and some residual stuff. And, you know, Lars will get to push it. He's going to get, you know, because people are going to yeah, be professional. Just, They're going to work. Truth's going to work with him, even though he said he looks like uh, uh, he looks like him and Kofi should be, I a guess, prison a gang member. They were prison gang members. Yeah. Like, I, okay. I don't see. Besides them being two dark-skinned black men, I don't, I don't get the, like, where's the, like, what? I guess true said that. Right, and they're both that. for the most of yeah, their okay. most of their careers in WWE, both of those guys have been happy go lucky faces. Yeah. Over the top in, in, in some of the sense. Right. So how you see prison member Uh oh. My wife didn't set the alarm. All right, well, I got to bounce and cover this show, but I'm good for VIP. All right, man. We'll talk then. Rich Fan chiming in on uh, the Lars Sullivan situation. Oh, we'll, we'll see uh, We'll see how this uh, plays out. Why is the ref giving Bianca Belair the stink eye? I'm already suspect of her officiating duties. And I've never, never noticed she had kind of a wagon on her. Man, those ref pants aren't exactly, you know, they're made to be flattering, but maybe I just never never thought to look. I'm looking now. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, move along here. Let's check this first. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's an NPC that gray face NPC character that you've probably seen in the last few months. Uh and he says the civil war was fought over states' rights. And then there's another character that goes, States rights to what? <laughs> and then the the gray face guy with the oh, he's got a Confederate flag superimposed over his face. And he's just 
seething now, like from in the last two boxes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right to what? Um, I see some folks on 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 hold or in line, I should say, but uh, they don't have their hand up. So press one if you want to get in queue. We'll get you in line. There hasn't been any. Then they hit refresh. There is. Um, damn, I swore I, sorry everybody, trying to sort through this here. Oh, shit. Um, all right, so I guess that means nobody wants to get, (laughs) nobody wants to be on air. Fine, 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 fine. I'm going to do a thing here. And I'm going to... Now, you're already on... Had your hand up the rail. I saw you. I see you up there. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, what up? Hello. Yo, what's up, boy? Hello. Yo. Hello. What do you mean, hello? Hear you? Oh, this bitch ass. <laughs> Y'all can hear me, right? Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Wait, let me make sure my shit ain't on mute. You hear me, right, Darrell? Um, yeah, I just called in. Yes, I hear you. And you heard Dre going, "Hello, hello, hello," and all that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me make sure my line ain't ain't fucked up. Motherfucking. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Got me feeling some kind of fucking way. If I say hello, hello. Yo, man, if you don't fucking hear me, man, stop saying fucking hello, you bitch ass. Who is this? What you, who the fuck you think it is? Who the fuck else? Oh, Trav, what's up, my nigga? Let like, me you call me from a 347 number like you didn't move to Texas two years ago. Shut up. What's up, man? My bad. <laughs> what's up, brother? That, man, you on air, man. Damn. I'm on air. I'm saying the N-word. Oh, shit. My bad, yo. Constellation. I'm on. I'm on. Damn. <laughs> Hello, you had me feel some kind of way. Hello. What you mean? No, I'm not, like, dude, if I don't know the phone, you know, you know, if I don't know the phone number, I act gangster and shit. You know, that's not really me. I was saying, hello, you hear me? <laughs> I didn't hear you, no, I didn't. I was like, well, fuck it then. <laughs> well, yeah. Probably some Brooklyn motherfucker got the wrong number. Right, exactly. What's up, my brother? 
not much. I want to get your take on uh, nine main roster uh, uh, happening, since I know you're not yeah, really up on what's happening on the main roster. Um, well, you know, half and half. But go, you know, I mean, you can't really be too. You can't really be too far watching wrestling so long. You can't. All I gotta do is watch for two weeks. Answer, but ask your question, brother. I'll be happy to answer. No, no, no. Just like, what, what, what's your take? Who's hot? Who's not on the? Uh, again, you keep, you know, just main roster stuff that you pay the most attention to. Like I got NXT on in the background. That's why this thought hit me to give you a call and talk to you about that. I appreciate it. Well, let me ask. Okay, um, so, and I, I, and you have to excuse me because it was loud in here. Are you asking me? You said comment on the uh, NXT and the NXT UK roster, correct? That's what you're saying because that's what I watch. Yeah, they're basically non-main roster stuff. Okay, well, all right, well, I got it. That's easy. Um, the person that got my eye right now, who you don't like, but that I can't take my eyes off of, is Dominic Dijakovic. I really, really am enamored by that man and i have no idea why, why? but he's all he's all he's awesome you know no i do have also because i just like his uh i like his swag i don't know what else to put it whatever whatever the equivalent of his will be swag i like how he presents himself i like the fact that he's oaky and long and can do all those moves i love his finisher and that's the that's my that's my like guy that, that's caught my attention but as far as uh, I guess the the normal people, Velveteen Dream, and I guess you know the guy that you hate, Walter. That's all my. Uh, I'm oh, I'm waiting on that Walter. Uh, um, I can't wait for the Walter uh, Pete Dunn rematch. That's what I can't wait for. That's what I was. Say that again, bro. What Walter? Yeah. I mean, I don't honestly. I'll be real with you. I understand, but I just really think you give him a little bit too much. I think you give him a little too much. I think he's really good. I think that you really are really kind of hating on him a little too much, to be honest with, me, with you. I, I, I just mean, I really credit him and Pete Dunne did their thing in the match. Like I just, I'm just talking about the match with Devlin. Mm-hmm. I, one, I was anticipating it uh, when Devlin was talking all that hot shit, and they just paid yeah. it off. It just made made sense. I was like, well, let's see him still talk. Devlin uh, Walker's a chance. And oh my god! I mean, oh my god! Yo, Bianca Belair, just, yo, whoever booked that finish deserves a raise. That was fucking great. Mm. So she had, she had uh, Mia Yim, like, rolled up sort of like where her, where your shoulders are, or your knees are on their shoulders. And she I know holding, you're talking about. She was holding on to the middle rope for uh, okay. some leverage. And the, the ref on, like, one or two caught her, right? So they did another sequence got back in that same position, she throws her hair Indiana Jones style over the middle rope and uses it as like a fucking... Oh! <laughs> so oh, 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 oh. Technically, technically, that's, technically, she's not... Hold on. Yeah, so saying, Is that legal? The ref didn't exactly look at it, so you don't know if she would have... Yeah. Said, no, 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 that's still... don't You ain't slick. But she got away with it. Man, it was no, I gotta see that. I mean, oh, I gotta see that shit, boy. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, yeah. I mean, I know, I know he's talking. I know he did that mistake on Twitter or whatever. But that's the guy. Like I said, that's the first guy. Uh, I'm on the Dijakovic bandwagon, and I'm. I want. I can't wait to see what him and Dream can do. I, 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 on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. What he said. What he said on Twitter. Yes. No, yeah, yeah, what the yeah, hell was 
but um also uh I, but that's um as far as the main roster, what has been going on or what have you been talking about or anything that anything new? I know this whole superstar shakeup shit is bullshit, but it's always been bullshit, right? It's well, always you know since yeah. usually they're okay in their own. I mean they can be good, they can be bad or you know, yeah. or whatever. But two weeks in they did this wild card. Wild card bullshit, yeah, yeah. And it just seems like it just seems like everything is confusing. I mean, it even seems like from the little bit that I've watched over the last couple of days, it just seems like even the, when the announcers are announcing it, it just seems like it's confusing. It just seems like it's just not good. And it's like I don't know. I I, I always I really didn't. I really really wasn't a big fan of the uh, whole shakeup thing from the. I never really verbalized it to you or whatever. But I really never was a big fan of that idea from the gate from the start. It's just not something that I really was like, what I, I like it. I don't like it every year. You know, like sometimes it feels like, well, did we just do this? Like, oh, uh, like after a year, they, you know what? You, 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 there you go. There you go. have to be bad. They're not, they're not inherently good either. It's just like what you do with it. Like, like anything else. Um, yeah. But this wild card thing, they should have known from the beginning. I mean, it was just, it was such an obvious reaction, them reacting to the rating. And 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 then and they basically they do a thing where they acknowledge that something sucks and then they do it anyway. And they think that acknowledging it first, like how DX would uh make fun about how they're about to shill and sell glow sticks and t-shirts and stuff, but then they mm-hmm. shill and sell glow sticks and t-shirts. But they make fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> well, Vince basically did the same thing on Monday when he's like. You know, had AJ or somebody make fun of what are you like? What are you doing? Like wild card stuff? Like what the fuck right. is that? And he's like, yeah, I'm a genius. I just came up. And he thinks because he acknowledges the absurdity of how it's dumb that that, mm-hmm. that makes it okay. Like no, you just did a, a dumb thing that we all now know you know is dumb. Pretty much, so, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so. And um, and one more thing, uh, one more thing. I don't, and I'm. A, this is going to be a. This is just something that I've been thinking about, and I don't want to. I don't want to put a down a downer on the whole mood, but. And I'm since I haven't been. Um, I, Fifteen minutes, twenty since, minutes of Reese's Large Sullivan. So. <laughs> since I have since since I have since I've been thinking about it, how are you feeling, about this whole Kofi Kingston run? Because I haven't felt. Even when I'm trying to, I mean, I guess I've kept quiet because, like you said, and like you know, and everybody knows, I don't watch the main roster like that. But even from the from a peripheral, from a because uh, 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 you know, like I said, all I gotta do is watch wrestling a couple weeks in a row, and I'm right back into the fold. But even from like an outside in looking thing, or it's just like I'm not feeling it. Is it something that I have to be a hundred percent involved in, or? I just don't get. I just it's just it doesn't resonate with me. I understand the 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 greatness behind it and the meaning behind it, but I just don't think that was the right vessel. I just Kofi Kingston, the whole B player thing, in my opinion, and a lot of people probably disagree with me. That whole B player thing is a reason he 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 just he doesn't shine to me. Am I wrong? For, am I wrong for feeling that way? Uh, for feeling that way, no, but. You, you certainly – Okay, I'm sorry. What's important to know is that it was organic and that the crowd went with it or, or kind of demanded it and the company went with it. 
Yeah. They don't always. Okay. They, they need me. I gotta. Travis, I'm sorry to cut you off. I gotta go to work. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Appreciate you. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, Travis. Yeah, that's all. All right. Well, the audience knows that uh, how they 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 or I should say, and even though the crowd wanted, and they don't always do that. But y'all know, y'all listen, y'all watch with us in March or April. So. <laughs> I need to rehash that since he's not here to hear. Um, but yeah, all right, let's keep it moving. Let's uh, let's uh, head over to Toledo and uh, talk to Craig. Craig, what's going on, man? Hold on. Not a whole lot. How about you? No, all right. So you I'm kind of I I respect what Margaret said, but mm-hmm. I I absolutely disagree just because I feel that a lot of well I don't want to say I, I don't want to say everybody in the WWE is have you ever heard the, the phrase that all players in AAA are a major league player but they just need an opportunity to prove it. Okay. Have you ever I've heard never that? heard this saying like that. No, but I sure I get it. Yeah, every, everybody in everybody in AAA is a major league player. They just they just need the right break. And I mean, it's I mean, not true. just AAA. It's, it's, no, well, no, you know, it, 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 it is. It is because yeah. it is because. I mean, I watch a lot of I, the Mudhens, AAA, and and I watch Double A baseball, and and these guys are all great. It's just they need to break at the right time because if they if they don't break the right time and no one's paying attention, they get stuck down in their Double A or their Triple A, and they, you know, if if they're not if they don't get the right break at the right time, or if someone's in their way, so so there's a second baseman for some team that on the major league level. But you got a great second baseman or shortstop in the AAA or AA level. Well, if if they're in the same system, then they don't get the break, and then they just toil in the minor leagues because they didn't get the break at the right time. When they could get the break and go and go on and be a superstar in in Major League Baseball. So my point my point is. Everyone that's in WWE has the chance to be a, a superstar, like you know, small S superstar in in WWE if they were given the right break. I'm I'm going down to like Kerr Hawkins. Kerr Hawkins could have been Mr. Perfect. I mean, I'm going down to like uh, Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas could have been yeah, uh, but he could million dollar man. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he can't. Like, that, that, that's not true. I mean, it is true. Kurt Hawkins could not be Mr. Perfect, Craig. Yes, he could. No, in the sense that it would be good and he could pull it off. No. What what has Kurt Hawkins done that make you think he could do anything half as good as what Kurt Hennig did as Mr. Perfect? Well, for one, he was a better athlete than Kurt Hennig was. Okay, agree to disagree, but you know, maybe in the sense of everybody's a better athlete. You know, if you're if you're an athlete, twenty five years uh, ago, you 
But whatever, I get, I get it. I mean, that's not worth it. I love Perrette. Yeah, I, I so love Kurt Hennig. How can you say Kurt Hawkins could be fucking Mr. Perfect if you love Kurt Hennig? I don't get that. Because he's a – first of all, he's a better athlete. Second, they're, they're scripted now. They're not given the chance. Like, Ty Dillinger's got – he asked for his release, and he, he's uh, – hopefully he shows up in in uh, AEW or Impact or something like that, and then he gets a chance to prove, or prove it. <clears throat> but all these guys – they're so bound by their script. They don't have the chance. But they're all better athletes than everybody was in the 90s. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, again, yeah, that, I, that I, I will agree. And like, so so when, when, he says, when he said Kofi is, you know, the B-plus player or whatever, that's kind of true. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Like, Kofi, Kofi is a great athlete. And he finally got the chance to show it. And he's been showing it. I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, he's he finally got a chance to show it. He's finally got a chance to show it in the main event. You were even that. talking about earlier when, when, when he he did the uh, when he he got the blue thunder bomb and he he folded up like an accordion like that. That's main event shit. Like, I, I, love I that. think some people would disagree. Uh, well, then, then you know what? I, I did. I, you people would agree. I, w- I was going to say you don't sell like that as a main eventer, but you do for other main eventers. And Brian, in this case, uh, it, like you're not going to have Kofi out there selling like that for Kurt Hawkins just to keep his name. And, uh, if you oh, no, Brian, if Kurt uh, Hawkins puts on Kofi Kingston, yeah. If 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 Kurt, you know. Whatever. If, if anybody puts on a move and you can sell it and you can make that match matter to that point where you were like, holy shit, he's about to lose his title. Like, well, that was main event shit. Well, no, and no, I no, think no. Kofi okay, let me explain why that's not. Because you don't sell like that for Kurt Hawkins. Number one, you don't even put let Kurt Hawkins probably put you in that move. But if you do, you certainly ain't selling like, oh my god, he might lose the title. He better not sell like that for Kurt fucking Hawkins. Because selling like that for Sami Zayn or Brian or somebody actually close to or in the main event makes that even less. There's a there's a there's levels to this. If you're in there against a jobber, you wash him, right? You don't even give him. You might let him get a couple punches in that you know sell. If you're in there with a low tier guy, you let him get in one or two offensive moves. If you're in there with a mid carter, you give him a fucking hope spot. And if you're in there with a main eventer, you, you, you're back and forth. Uh, there's levels to this. It's not even uh, so Kobe well, you're selling, selling like he would for to, to Brian or another main eventer for Kurt Hawkins or Zack Ryder would be a terrible thing to do for his character, for his well, you're, future. What? Your levels are defined by what box they put you in. If they want to put you in a B-plus box, you're going to be in a B-plus box. And you're going to say, okay, he shouldn't sell like that to Kurt Hawkins or, or Angle or, or, you know, whatever. Uh, like, or Zack Ryder. You're saying that he shouldn't, he shouldn't sell for those guys because they are in the C box or the B team box or, you know, right. the, the Bray Wyatt box or That's whatever. So, so for, you're saying, for 100 years. This isn't anything new. Right, right. But, but to say the guy himself, like Kofi, is not a main event championship material guy, 
is just because of the box that they put him in for 11 fucking years. And that's, and, and, and that's, Right, and the That's story of the totally, last six, about three months was them telling us was them breaking, uh, you know, right. through that. Right, and and I think and I that's what I'm saying. I I think he was perceived as the B plus guy, and and since Dre said he didn't, uh, he's not much he's up on him. the main main roster stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and he didn't hang on, and, and I, I understand the whole rundown of why why Kofi as champion works. And why the timing of because last week or two weeks ago I was like he has to turn that corner where he stops being just smiling and grateful for to be champion and be fucking champion and he did that Monday and and, and he did night. oh yeah he did it he, he did it he did it last week. he did it last week when he charged the ring when when Kevin Owens was talking oh, right. shit that's right that's right you're right you're right, you're right. It started with the fifth. Opportunity, and that's where I'm going with the double A 
AAA thing, like mm-hmm. they all have that, you know, if they were given the opportunity and just given the right rub or push or whatever you want to call it, they all have the opportunity to be that guy. But that that holds way more in wrestling than it does in double A and coming up from double A from triple A to the to the major. Because you can put the person in the best of life and you can make sure their opponent matches. I'm not talking you know. about, I'm not I'm not talking about the worst guy in triple A and the worst guy in double A. I'm talking about like Every top 50 prospect in your, in your farm system has a chance to be a great roster, a great uh, addition to your roster. But some of them are blocked. Some of them are, you know, some of them are trade bait. Some of them are, you know, or certain scouts seeing them a certain way and all this shit. So it's just, I mean, it, but the point is, like, they're, they all have the opportunity if you were to push them the right way. And if you push a guy in the double A and you're in, let's say, number 50 in your prospect ranks, then he could be the best second baseman on the, in, the, in the league. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I just don't think it's just this, this given that you're like, yeah, everybody, you're a top 50 prospect. You're definitely to make it in the thing like well but they all don't still <laughs> they all don't make no, it. I, well, I, I know because it's all circumstantial and you're hitting a fucking round right. ball with a round That's ball. What I'm saying. Yeah. It's easier to put somebody in the position to be a star coming from you know the triple A wrestling wise coming and making them a star of wrestling because you control everything. But he can have the hottest prospect and all that. If he get up to the majors and he can't figure out a fucking major league curveball, or he can't, you know, his hands just aren't fast enough for major league fastballs. Even though, again, by the time you, like you're saying in AAA, you're you're getting a decent taste of what a major league fastball and curveball are like. But with the pressure and right. and all that stuff and the, the thirty-five thousand seat stadiums you're in, and not these, you know, you're not in the Mudhens fucking stadium with the with with with, with Craig, six beers in, yelling about how much he loves you. This is your, your <laughs> you know, you're in the show. And it's like, so this intangible, the, that's all. I just don't want it to be like this. They tell, they're all, make it, they all, yeah. And I don't want, and I know the you're point not, is, I, but you're the making The point it. I'm trying to make is the opportunity. They need the opportunity. They need, they need the push for just a minute to show if they can do it or not. And if they, you know, they, they gave Cesaro that uh, Paul Hammond push for just like maybe a half a month. And then they got rid of Cesaro and sent him off somewhere. And, and, and there's, there's tons of stories like that over the last, cause I've been watching back 2014 and, and they keep doing it with these guys. They like, you're this half push. And they're like, Okay, well that didn't work. So let's combine the rosters and let's go back to SmackDown being irrelevant because it's basically a replay of Raw. Um, real quick, and a totally off topic. I just got a, I just got uh, an email from Chibo Air telling me it's only 15 days until your trip to Vegas. Mm. <laughs> I had to look up today to see what what days the flights were and shit because I kind of forgot. Yeah. And because uh, there's a mud hens game, I like to go to the school day ones. The uh, they start at 10:30 in the morning mm-hmm. because that's my normal like you know my awake time. 
10:30 in the morning. That's the perfect time for baseball for me because you know the sun's out and like that's my, when I like bedtime for me is like three o'clock in the afternoon. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I looked up and they got a Mudhens game on Wednesday and I'm like, am I gonna be in Vegas on Wednesday? Because I want to go to that game. And and Tony Schiavone is gonna be at the Gwinnett at the state at the at the game. He calls baseball for uh, Gwinnett, the uh, AAA team for yeah, the Braves. In LA or in, 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 in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he's going to be at uh, StarCast over the weekend. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping that, and I'm going to meet him on, uh, I got one of the meet and greet things. I'm hoping to get him to sign a ticket that he'll be at the Gwinnett game. Hmm. As corny as that is. <laughs> yeah, not in the autographs and signings stuff. I like the signing. I like the signings as long as it's a personal thing, and the and the person that signed it knows that I'm not gonna sell it. Like right. when I had Kofi, when I had Kofi and Big E sign that that uh, ticket from that show, the, the SmackDown. Yeah. They they knew that I wasn't. Well, I'm hoping they know. I'm not gonna sell that because that's personal. And like I'm meeting Taz when I go to Starcast, and I'm gonna have him sign my birthday card. I'm not gonna sell my birthday card. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, why are you getting him to sign your birthday card? Because my mom. Cause the first time I. When's your birthday? Is it in May? Is it? It was. Up? It was in March. It was in March. I just turned 40. But Oh, right, right, right. But, uh, no, uh, my mom, like, the first time I ever called a, uh, like, a radio show or anything like that was I called the Taz Show. Yeah. In March of 2017. And it was was hilarious. It was, like, 13 minutes or something like that. I put it on YouTube. But it was really, it was funny. And so, so, so my mom made a birthday card. You know those uh, tabloid things they got in England, like the Sun and stuff like that. Sure. They she she made up a birthday card that looked like a tabloid. <laughs> I'll I'll try to take a picture of it tonight and send it. But it, it's okay. like, and it has a picture of Taz on there and. It's like you'll never, you'll never uh, believe what Craig said on the Taz show and stuff like that. So <laughs> I want him to find a birthday card just oh, because it, that, it was that, really that funny. That makes all the sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he should know. Like this thing. Yeah, who's gonna want to? Even if he yeah. wanted to sell this, who's gonna want to buy it? Like it's so personal. Like, yeah, exactly. Who the fuck is Craig? Who's this everyone? Yeah. I think I think that's the problem a lot of people have. A lot of the wrestlers and stuff have with the signings is because a lot of them are trying to just sell them on eBay. And yeah. it's like, no, nah, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to make any money. I just want, you know, to rem- this is an occurrence. I remember I met you that day and shook your hand and said, thank you. And you signed my thing. And that I want to remember. This.
Somebody tweeted, this morning started with me picking up what I thought was my dead cat out of the road, only to go get a new kitten from the shelter and arrive home to find our cat waiting to go inside. I'm trying to wrap my head around. (laughs) And then he tweeted next, to be clear, the other cat is dead. He must be the twin of our cat. That's fucking morbid. I mean, I can't front too much. You know, I can't, like, judge too much because I kind of did something similar. But it wasn't the same day my cat died. I went and just was like, what? Off to the shelter we go. Like, it was a week. And then I went to the shelter to go pick a cat, assuming, oh, well, I'll pick one. And then they'll have to wait a week and they'll have to, you know, get it fixed. Or well, all right. Let me ask you. You know, and then they were like, oh, yeah, no, she's fine. She can go with you today. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this, but I couldn't. But that was like five Did you days Memphis died. Huh? Did you bury your cat? No, the, they came and, like, picked them up. Because I lived in, okay. I mean, I guess I could have buried them in somebody's, like, yard. But, like, where I lived, it was, like, you know, houses, like, three-story houses, like, in oh, oh, Old city, not old city, um, where I lived in, in Philly in that neighborhood. But in the city, was like a park. Yeah, again, it would be somebody's lawn. I guess there was a park, but yeah. again, you can't just go digging holes in public parks. And that's why they have. Well, I got, I got a backyard. Yeah, I got dead animals. You can fucking get them. I got a backyard. We buried the dog back. Both my dead dog. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, but for the cat, I'm not burying a I'm not burying a cat. Why? I just like I don't know. I just don't. I don't think I throw it in a fucking sewer. Maybe you do it. Like whatever <laughs> happens, and let the fucking elements take care of it. Like that, uh, the buzzards will be by. Like what a fucking gee. You worse than John Snow when he wouldn't uh, pet ghosts. <laughs> I ain't burying no cat. Just fling it out the window. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just I, didn't, I, I didn't fling it out the window. I threw it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not burying the cat. Okay, we, you've made that clear, Craig. We get it. I buried the dog, though. Again, we are very clear on these things. Yeah, I don't know. Does that make me a piece of shit? Kind of. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Grandma, but Grandpa, what a piece of shit he was. (laughs) Hey, I'm one of those guys who just wants to be burned, you know? I, I don't want to bury it, but I don't think that's fair. Like to the earth, like I think we should all go back into the earth. Not that you can't go as ashes or smoke well, or no. whatever, but I think we should. Well, no, we should. He, yeah. Well, I always said before, like you know, and left. I just don't want to be a burden on anybody, so I don't want I mean, anybody to have to like. Actual process, not you don't want to be buried, but okay, I got you. Yeah, that's that's certainly uh, 
Yeah, that's that's a concern people have. You know, I used to sell insurance in my early twenties, mid twenties, and, and that was you know a part of the pitch. Like, bear that this can cover burial expenses. Like that was the thing. Like, did you know burial expenses like five thousand or whatever the fuck they cost? Yes, but yes, yes, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, 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 what is it when you when you uh, um, convection? Oh, that's the oven. What is it when you burn when you Cremate. Cremation. Cremate somebody, it's just that isn't even as cheap as it used to be. No, that's expensive. We had my dad cremated. Like, that cost a lot of money. Yeah, the city is like used to just cremating, you know, people uh just okay. Four hundred bucks. <laughs> that's why I'm thinking, you know. Okay. I'd be like, well, what y'all gonna do with him? I ain't got no money to bury him. <laughs> like, y'all, you know? Like, oh, shit, Craig dropped those. <laughs> but that's what I always wanted. Like, hey, I'm poor. I'm, uh, I ain't got no money to bury, you know, ex family member X or, or husband or wife Y. <laughs> do what y'all want with him. <laughs> What 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 do they do, Craig? If you just uh, have no money and you're just like, I ain't got no money. Go do what y'all want with them. Well, in my situation, I I hope to like die at sea. You know, oh so I can so just like you, you know I'm. No, well, I mean yeah. Well, not not not. I mean like you know, like die in a plane crash or something like that, or or you know. Like a, uh, I'm on a cruise and the whole ship just sinks or whatever, like the Titanic. You don't want to and so, like, in the fucking. Shut up, Craig. I'm just saying, it's the cheapest way to go. You're already buried. You're already dead. Look, I'm dead. I don't give a fuck about cheap or expensive. If I'm dead, I certainly don't want to die on a slow sinking ship that ends with me drowning and asphyxiating to, to death. Hey, no. there's worse ways to go. Just so, just so some mean? asshole, so, so, just so whoever my fucking parents or whoever the fuck I leave behind doesn't have to pay for, for you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love, I love my sister. I don't want her to have to pay for me to die. So, so <laughs> if you were, so if you were to ask her, in order for you to get off cheap on my expenses, I would die in a horrible, torturous manner. Are you okay with that? And she'd be like, yeah. They were bucking. Well, she wouldn't come out and say yeah, but I know. She'd have that that look of consternation in her eyes for like a half a second and be like, you can ask her when we get to to Vegas. And be like, I, uh, mm, well, and that, that half a second of hesitation is just all that I need to know. Yes, make it as painless as possible. And as efficient as possible. Die in the ocean. You don't have to pay for that shit. You might have to pay for the obituary, like 50 cents a word or something like that. And the obituary would say, He goes to the show. Craig died. Craig died, he had a Twitter. That's like, <laughs> what, seven 
you know, my friend said she posted something that was like change your pass your most used password to an affirmation, and you know that way you're you know give yourself an affirmation. Yeah, oh, I am right. good, or you are loved. And I was like, oh, I was like, my password is you. you You'll die alone, and you, you, no one loves you, or something. I was like, that must be why I can't break out of this, break out of this funk I'm in. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think affirmation. If you, if you, if you have to affirm yourself, then you got bigger problems. If you have to keep telling well, yourself you're good enough. I mean, some people. Uh, If you don't already know it, then telling yourself that you're not. If you if you don't already know it, then telling yourself over and over again, you're just basically lying to yourself. So why not why not fix the part that really matters? Well, if your affirmation and, is you are loved, you are loved, or I am loved, there ain't nothing that you can just. <laughs> you're, okay, maybe you are lying to yourself. How do you go about? Yeah, but what if you're not? Love me. Please love me, make it true. I'm like, if I put you are loved, I'm like, if I had to enter the, if I had to enter as my password, you are loved over and over again, and yet Uh I spend my Wednesday nights alone, and this is the most, the most I ever talk during. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 because I was gonna say this earlier. I was gonna say it on Twitter. I was gonna say because. Uh, 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 what, I think Rich put something up and, and I said do you realize that Wednesday nights is the most words I speak during the entire week if you combine all the words I speak during the week it wouldn't add up to the words I speak on Wednesday night that's fucked up I am not fucked so if I had to put it as a password I am fucked I'd have to fucking lie oh man I got nothing but love for you, Travis. I'm going to drop off so you can get this show over with. Should we still? Oh, oh, damn, look at that. 747. That's right. All right. I'll talk to you, Craig. Appreciate you. All right. Let's, uh, really, it's later than I thought because. And I guess NXT, yeah, this is the main event. So that makes sense. Okay. All right, let's head to Georgia. Bring on Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What up? Not much, man. How you doing today, Trail? Doing all right. Twenty miles. Man, uh, not too much. Hey, did we call it last week that that fool wasn't going to show up and uh, testify? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he testified Tuesday or Wednesday in front of the fucking bitch ass Republican controlled Senate, but and they was like, yeah, show up for us. We got some questions for you. It's like, oh, I, I, I don't like the format. And then they tried to they tried they just lie and go, oh, we we're not going to have questions from counsel like they just like from lawyers. That's unprecedented. 
And then every news station just shows a fucking three-minute-long supercut from the fucking 70s, 60s to, to the confirmation of Kavanaugh, uh, uh, whenever that was a few months ago, where they didn't ask, where none of the senators asked, the Republican senators asked questions, because they fucking got a, out an outside counsel. She didn't even work for, like, these lawyers, at least work for Congress. This bitch didn't even fucking work for, for the Senate, and they just got some random fucking woman to come in and ask questions because they didn't want to be seen asking, you know, dickhead questions. So they just lied. This is unprecedented. And then again, you just showed three minutes of. 40 years of them, of, of this actually being the most precedented thing. <laughs> they just don't get shameless, and it doesn't matter because they're, you could point this out to like somebody that like roots for them and be like, you know, just hand wave it and be like, yeah, whatever. Don't matter. And also, and he used executive privilege today, which now they all trying to answer. They know that wrong. <laughs> they got all them looking stupid. Yeah, this this whole thing is a fucking mess. It's it's hard it's it's hard not to pay attention to because it's just I'm obsessed with the daily going going to, you know American politics. But fuck if it ain't just tedious and just it used to be fun when every like it's not it's not fun when everybody doesn't play by the same rules. Just like anything else, and when you have to figure out, you know. Uh, what what will they play? What rules will they play by and listen to? And what norms will they follow? While at the same time at the same time trying to be fucking considerate and follow the rules and norms yourself, like you can't win that way. Like you can't win when when the other side don't give a fuck about a rule and blatantly don't. It ain't like they being slick about it. They just out in the open like. Don't like the fucking the, the Senate bill that they're trying to pass in Texas, where it'll be illegal if you drive two or more non-family members to the poll, to the poll, to the voting polls. So basically, any church group that sends that, that that gets like old folks in the church together, and they all you know sold to the polls. That's fucking. They take the church. black people been voting as long as that has been a thing, right? Sold to the polls at the church here, bunch of people, or nursing homes and, and old folks facilities where there are a bunch of them and they all need to get to the damn voting booth. Now you can't like organize buses and vans and pick these people up. Now, or uh, if the bill passes, I doubt it will. But that's the shit that they're the Senate in Texas is trying to fucking put through. Uh, wait, was it? Yeah, it was a Senate bill. I don't know if Cornyn didn't introduce it, but so it must be, it's a state thing. It's not a national, it's not a, it's not a Cornyn or Ted Cruz bill. But yeah, man, like so Stupid. you gotta you gotta you gotta either stop playing by the rules, find find you gotta do something because just I don't know. It's it's frustrating. Why don't you just tell the fucking dick from the back and you not <laughs> you know you don't wanna But they won't um, but they won't um fight um gun laws and stuff like that when you got um People shooting up schools. Uh, I think they said the 49th time. That's it? <laughs> in the past yeah, few years. Yeah, so they like an honor. That's not in the past oh, few, oh, few, um, few years. They're all frauds. You know what? I don't want to get caught up in that because yeah. I hate when people do that. But they're, they're not all 
fraudulent. God damn, the ones that got the most power. So fraudulent. Just so full of shit, man. Like Mitch McConnell, like that. He... <sighs> So that that goes to the conversation on uh, which I was talking about with Lord when he was talking about uh, when he was you know, saying well why most black fifty uh, percent black women have STD then why almost um white males and white people um shoot up schools and do mass murder why they majority That's, doing that type of stuff yeah and you don't even have, that ain't even a fake you know bullshit made up number you can just you know it's just. Ninety percent of mass murders and school shootings and stuff like that, they be doing it. So, but at best, I want to talk about that. But people don't even throw that back in their face. It's like the obvious thing, and it's just like, no, we'll be civil. Sometimes you guys just be like, no, fuck out of here. That's why I said you always gotta be, you gotta be armed with facts when they go, ooh, what about black on black crime? You're like, yeah, well, eighty-eight percent, you know, ninety-three percent of. Murders on black people are killed by. They go, well, yeah, 88% of white people that are killed are killed by fucking white people. Again, in in South Philly, there's this big Cambodian neighborhood. I'm sure it's nine times out of ten if a Cambodian is shot, it was by another goddamn Cambodian. What the fuck is wrong? Like, that's the most obvious thing. So, yeah, it's just fake bullshit made up uh, or or out of context numbers that people just go, yeah, mm hmm, without thinking. For two seconds about it. Yeah, that is, that is. Ah, it's crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, I was enjoying that conversation that y'all were having about Lawrence Sullivan, and then I was um talking about him. I was just talking about him for um because I don't think he's an intriguing character, not how they build him anyway, because um um you know. You know, um, what happened when you beat the monk? You know what I'm saying? What's the monk? He no longer seen unbeatable, and nobody afraid of the monk. That's why you, and, and in today's society, people keep forgetting. What people used to like in the 80s, they didn't like in the 90s. What people like in the 90s, they don't like in the 2000s. Dealing with di- different generational people. So um, this also go to the people who were like, well, Y'all didn't like that. Y'all like um, Stone Cold doing this and that stuff when they were talking about the the um, revival. I'm just saying, you in a different society today. People don't like that um, that simple stuff. <laughs> but also, yeah. like I said to Cam when we bought it, the Austin stuff was just good. Like so, you know, like when they bring up, oh, nobody complained when Austin was throwing. Those, uh, like Cornette even said a couple weeks ago on his podcast, like people will be like, oh, you're, nobody complained about Austin throwing those bullshit ass kicks, you know, when he was stomped the mud hole. And it didn't matter because the people, because he was over. And, and that's like, if you, if you have to have one and not the other, what would you rather have? Good storytelling or a bunch of good yeah. athleticism and a bunch of dope ass well, wrestlers? Like, I'll take I the story. Was, if I can only have one, good. give me the storytelling. And the storytelling around Stone Cold Steve Austin was that was great, it was good to great at times. And he was over, and it didn't matter that he threw terrible kicks or whatever, because in the in the context, the people did not give a fuck. You saw the the crowd, every crowd, twenty thousand people just going nuts every week for him doing basically the same thing, wash, rinse, and repeat. 
Same thing for Hogan in the 80s. Same thing for Cena in, you know, to a lesser extent, but for Cena in the, in the 2000s. Yeah, but you got to also say this. I think it, 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 I think it were people that were complaining about it, but it wasn't, it, and it wasn't really done well, but what the difference is, people wasn't invested in Stone Cold. That's the difference. People wasn't invested in Stone Cold. And so that makes you um, deal with some of the this, this silliness, the herky-jerkiness, and the dumbness because people were still with him and he was doing the silliness when he was um, turned heel until they um, turned against that for a second. I'm, I know they turned against it, but I'm just saying they were giving it a chance at first. But you know what I'm saying? But we, but the other stuff they had him doing. Yeah, but I'm just saying, just some of the other stuff he was doing, some of it was silly and one and one done well, but they was invested in him and he was hot at the time. So mm-hmm. it, it's easy to overlook. Really but they did a bunch of A lot of, of shit when, 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 when you're doing good work and, and, you're, and you're over. Yeah, because a lot of that like stuff when, they was doing back in them days was silly and people weren't with Like, what you call it getting his teepee chopped off? Yeah. <laughs> people don't want to bring that up. No. <laughs> who who um, enabled with that era. They don't want to talk about that. It was a lot of that stupid stuff going on. <laughs> but back to, back to Lars, you know, you can't be the big monster. People not afraid of monsters because people don't people don't um, respect size anymore. They don't care because you did. Well, the average top. I, I beg to differ. I think that's still a thing. I mean, it's not like as much as people know boxing and MMA in the last, you know, especially MMA in the last ten, fifteen years, and understand that small guys can kick ass. And still, there's a reason why. Uh, I just go off the average day, you know, average day people. You know what I'm saying? Not the people who follow rappers. I think size means more to regular folks that don't follow combat sports than it does to, to people that do. True. I, I think size, I mean, that's the people who um, don't follow anything, who don't who don't follow anything, who you might... Yeah, I disagree. Media, I think people don't that think. don't have any context of fighting think bigger it's better. I think we're just conditioned... I mean, it's just it's nature. I mean, if, if you watch the Nature Channel, every time a damn big, a bigger uh, uh, animal comes and challenges you for you know the other male for either mating or food or whatever, they don't. Sometimes it don't even be a fight because the littler motherfucker could be like, the littler one would be like, shit, this big motherfucker, I'm, I'm out. You can have her, or you can have this patch of land, or these these carcasses, or whatever their their the situation is. So so bigger. In a lot, in most contexts, most contexts are going to be could perceived as better. I mean, that's just or stronger, or fat, you know, all those kinds of positive traits. I, I, I think you're I always look at like very wrong. Um, all that casual do. fans are. I think we, as the insiders, so supposedly people that follow this stuff week after week, day after day, are more inclined to give Brian and Ricochet. Uh, uh, a, sh- a fairer shake than some casual fan that tunes in. They be like, "Who's this little motherfucker?" That's the first thing they go ask. And then you gotta go, but no, no, no. He's good. He's really fast, and he's watching. He can do these good moves. And you gotta explain. If they just, if you just showed them, uh, not even Lars, somebody less capable than Lars, you show, you show them his, you know, a picture, or they show up. They're doing their intro. 
They're going to go, oh, shit, who's this guy? It's a killer. This guy's going to kick somebody's ass because they just see somebody 6'8", 300 pounds, with maybe some muscles or a big fat guy or whatever it might be, and just assume, you know. But, yeah, so I think you're on, just on the whole casual fan thing. I think that's just opposite. Of I ain't even talking about casual fan. I'm talking about people who don't even watch wrestling and stuff like that. I do show somebody a picture that's of me. Casual people that don't who watch that are closer. I'm like this. I'm like, I mean like this. Like, you show somebody who, who all they do is watch stuff like love and hip-hop or uh, I, I just daytime television show, crazy stuff, right? They, yeah. they, they, don't, they see Lars Sullivan. They don't care about him. They, they, they be ready to roast him. Talking about who is this big, big um, Neanderthal-looking fool right here with all the chest hair. <laughs> but, like I mean, I guess he's not coming out to fucking model. He's coming out there to fight. And in the context of them knowing he's coming out there to fight, sure, they might have something to say about his appearance or his teeth or his weird head. Or, but ultimately, they're going to be like, this guy's going to smash somebody's face in. I don't think you uh, Yeah. All I just I think we're going two different ways. So. Yeah. All I know is in nature, everybody always speak about the run of the middle, and the toughest one in the middle be the run. That's been that way for decades. When you talk about the run, the run of the middle Again, always, that's the not exactly always true. the one that act me. That's not, like, have you... I know that's not true, but I'm... You just need to watch, watch like, one hour of nature that shows to see that the, 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 the run in that wild dog pack is not going to turn out to be... It might... A million to one if it lives, but it's not going to get it's not going to get to eat because it's going to get pushed out, and that's not going to get no respect. It's not all that stuff, and so it's most likely not going to survive. Like one of the that's a human that's a that's a human construct. That's only something that people that that can tell stories about an underdog. Like in nature, underdogs are fucking dead. They don't make it. Runs of litters don't well, like it. Well, nature, well, nature, come out on the other it's a, side. It's a Bible of the fittest. That's what I mean. And the fittest ones, they the littlest motherfuckers. They get pushed out. They don't get the feet. Like they got a carcass and everybody munching on. The littlest motherfucker gets the last scraps and don't get to eat because the bigger one pushes ass out the way. So it just perpetuates his little ass. He's going to stay little. He's not going to be. It's just underdogs don't fucking come out on top in nature most of the time. And I mean, 999 times out of a thousand, it's not, you know, 900,000 times out of a million. It's just, nothing. Well, it was going to go off of nature, too, sometimes. Then the women would be the biggest, would be the bigger creatures, because the men use a lot of the smallest. So it really wasn't, you know, that one, that wouldn't work either, because Man, I don't know where everybody out and, and regular people, you know, men are considered the biggest and strongest. So. Right. When in, 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 in most of um, nature, not considered women are the biggest. Where? Yeah. So. What, what, I want to know what earth you living on. That. And what, what. Um. Okay. Okay. You go. You go. You go look at a gate. You go look at a gator. Right. The okay. Big, the how about gator gator is the How about lions? How about any other fucking animal? I can pick a million they animals to the one thing you can say the, 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 the females be are there. They all like, the same all right. size. What about male kangaroos? And with lions. What about with lions, who do the hunting? What about and with, and with lions, who do who do the hunting? Women. Because. <laughs> Women do the hunt. Great. Okay. They, they now you're changing the fucking parameters. The men, it's not because the, 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 the male lions can't. They fucking sitting around being lazy fucking all day. 
That's just how it's structured. Well, they have to. They do. They're big enough, fast enough, strong enough. They're just dumb and don't have the fucking organizational skills because that's just not how they're structured. So it's a long, it's hunt, it's uh, longer, it's, it's more inefficient, you know, but, you know, they can do it. If they need to, they're going to eat. They already got to eat. And, and, I, and I'm just also saying, you know, either they bigger or they the same, they all the same size, so it's hard to say when they all yeah. the same size, you know, when uh, us as people, you know, Women, some you know, you got smaller women, you got big women. Just like you got small men, men, you got big men, you know. Most of the yeah, well, most of the continent, most of the continent of Africa was was run uh, based off of matriarchy. Women were sm- were smaller and weaker and less uh, and more docile, and the same thing that they that they are now. But they ran the society. They were in charge. They ran, the queens were were the top. And the men were, yes, warriors and shit, but they listened to the women. That's, so as people, again, you can't. Anyway, what, what are we doing? We're talking about fucking anthropology and nature channel and shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, on, on another note, man, WWE calls themselves um, um I fixing the ratings uh, to help to get people to stop. They delay um, the YouTube videos or the matches and stuff like that by a couple of hours. So instead of you seeing what matches go on in hour one of Raw, they don't post it on the YouTube channel until the third hour. And then second hour. Did they used to post it immediately? Yeah, they used to post, um, post it like a little bit right after. <laughs> they just started that this week. They try to, I guess, have a way for them to answer to the ratings. Because, you know, you hear people always talking about, well, I go on YouTube and catch up on Raw. Yeah, but that doesn't help the rate. I guess maybe they're thinking weeks ahead if they get people used to. You're just going to drive those people that watch your YouTube away forever. They're not going to go back to TV. You're not going to be like, this thing that used to be so convenient is not available. I'm going to go back to the inconvenient part. They're going to be like, you know what? I'll, I'll watch it when I watch it. <laughs> nah, you drive be like, you know, I'll wait you they put it, it on. <laughs> oh, they're just watching when they put it up there. They just won't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's they forward, it. I don't have to watch it at Yeah, I don't think that's like smart. Nothing that they're doing is smart. Nothing what they've been doing is smart. The only thing they're supposed to do and should do, what they won't do is um, just start making logical stories and and, yeah. and making people invest in people, which they won't do. But you can't do with the same person who's in charge who um, don't know nothing about that. And he's so good to all the other type of style that he's been doing for years. That he got, like when that he just- got from the 90s. Remember when Domino's like five years ago just was like, yeah, our pizza's trash and we're going to revamp it. Like it wasn't like we're done with the gimmicks and we're done with the with the trying to get you to, you know, to order and different. Like our pizza's trash. We're going to change our fucking crust. We'll be back in six weeks. And, you know, and, you know, I think the pizza pizza's better than it was 10 years ago, but still, you know, cheap. Six ninety nine pizza. Um, yeah. But but they just find they just came out and was like look the things we've been doing 
aren't working. Y'all are telling us our pizza sucks. We'll just get better ingredients. <laughs> you know, like, that's the fundamentals. Like, let's just get better ingredients, and everything will work itself out. If we make better pizza, people, you know, people will realize, oh, Domino's tastes better now. It's not, you know, eating cardboard anymore with fucking cheese on it. Yeah. So, but WWE and that's shit, why you know. But WWE isn't. Uh, they're not at that point where they're willing to admit those obvious mistakes and just be like, okay, we trash here. Let's change management. I'll change creative people. Because they because <laughs> don't want to. Because that means you have to get rid of. Um, you can no longer go with Roman as um, the only top guy. You have to get away from going with just one top guy. You should have a group of guys and have a group of up and coming people like. It's like this. WWE so backwards. It's like, okay, if if it, they had a real draft, it's like the, the other sports saying, well, I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna put on my rookies on TV that's fresh out of college and stuff like that. They got a name. I'm not gonna put them on there because they not um, they not what I want right now or something like that. Are they not Roman Reigns? So I'm not gonna put them on TV to make them into stars. <laughs> and stuff like that. It just backwards. And also, you trying to? I ask you this question, Trav. Can you feel twelve? Uh, can you feel three hours of TV using twenty the same twenty people every week? Yeah, no. I mean, you can, but technically, <laughs> yeah, going to keep people excited doing that shit, which we're seeing. Okay. Okay. That's what they do, and that's what they've been doing for the past 15 to 20, or almost 25 years. It's just using the same people. That's why I don't, when people say, well, let's see in the roster split. So you want these same 20 people on all five hours of TV? That's why you're tired of the matches. That's why people say this and that. Do do people know that um, WWE have like 120 people on the main roster? Um, yeah. No, they don't. I said this, uh, I don't know if I said this last week or to Wade, I was just like, they keep si- they keep signing people, but they're not purging. They don't do that last Saturday where 15, 20 people get released all on one day. Um, you know, they don't do that anymore, but they keep signing people. They keep every fucking year, every, twice a year, they have this new performance center class. And it's just like, what the hell? All these rosters are just bloated with talent, and they're not using any of them. <clears throat> I mean, I'm being hyperbolic in saying that, but especially on the main roster, it's like not, they, 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 they they get stuck at the NXT level, and, you know, that's kind of, you know, we're, we're – But some they, people won't want to get stuck because you're not going to get used on the main roster. You, yeah. you know, where you, they make you do live shows. House shows, but you can't even get on TV. You can't get on TV. You can't. You can't even get a match. And they keep doing the same matches over and over. How are you supposed to get up a fresh and new up and coming act if you ain't gonna never uh, feature them or uh, just let them have stories? Everybody don't have to go after the title. If you somebody new, let's say you a rookie and you want to see how they do, get them a couple of stories. Get them six months of stories. I'm talking about real stories. Well, you can lose and win, but let's see how you handle the adversity. Let's see how when we put you out there, do you get the crowd into your matches? Then when we give you a little, um, um, a little two-minute um, promo time or something like that, maybe in the back, something that we can control and rehearse over so it won't be so horrible, 
and we won't be putting you out there that see if people get behind it. Let's see if the YouTube views and people are attracted. And then you can rise them up on the because you should have Kofi on TV every week. You don't have to because SmackDown has 58 people on the roster. They have 58 people on the roster. You can have Kofi can be on on, on television two times on two times a month. And you can fix that if you then you already independent contractors. You can incentivize it by having the people who make like the um, guys in the back who will help work out the matches and some of the writers. Okay, well this is y'all show today. These are the people you got on there. Make sure you make sure you can keep the people into it. Um, make it possible for people to feel something that they uh, they involved in it. Okay, a tag team is the main event on this show and stuff like that, but they don't think like that because Vince only sees stuff one way. I got to have Roman on TV. I got to have Brock on TV. And these people ain't moving numbers. You have no more stars. That's crazy that the last star that you got was John Cena, and he really wasn't a creation of WWE at first because they were going to drop him if he didn't create what he did. Yeah, but yeah, the WWE is 2002 and 2019 are <laughs> completely different companies with complete different philosophies. I'll take that. I go back to them. I mean, I know they had a they had their pick of the litter as far as talent, top talent. They were just that's why we got the original roster split. But they literally just had too much, uh, uh, uh too much talent, especially in the main event. We got to spread this out and make them exclusive. Um, But there's no reason that that still can't be. In effect, brand split uh, should be like it's a legit thing. Again, he said they got 120 people on their main roster. uh, That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's why I don't ever complain about the hours because. If you were telling better stories and investing people in building the show, the climax in the third hour, and everybody focused on winning the title or proving that they, you know, you know, proving proving that they can move up in the card, then you know what I'm saying. People will overlook the hours. Some won't, but majority will because they invested in the story. As long as you got people invested in the story, they not watching the clock. People who not invested in the story, they watching everything else. They looking at the clock, they looking at the time, they looking at everything else instead, of, you know, paying attention to what you being, uh, you know, what you being shown. And that's why I kind of disagree with Craig when he said, you know, with the MLB, uh, with the just, you know, everybody in AAA. But you know they giving uh, Baron Corbin a chance, but he'll never be the next Stone um, Cold or The Rock. And you can't blame the scripting if you if your uh, whole premise was giving a person a chance. Period to be a star. If you give the they chance, they say Kurt Hawkins should be Mr. Perfect, and I almost want to be crazy. <laughs> because you're gonna get you just like what happened to those a lot of those top guys that's in the M- M- MLB, what they downfall as soon as they get in there and why people don't give them a chance is because 
you don't get to see because in um AAA, most pitchers only throw two uh three pitches at the most. They don't throw that many pitches. So you don't get to see the real ML the real MLB type of pitches. And you don't get the real scouting where well, they, you get they, they watch tape you on do. you and break you down. You you do get people on assignment. You're gonna get your your established major league pitchers and other position players. And position players. That, That's only that for team. any or two if they're on assignment um, coming back because they're trying to get healthy. And they ain't using all this stuff neither. they just right. doing and it, I you know, to get the pitches in, in, a, in a minor league assignment. But they're going to throw 35. They're going, you're going to get two or three innings out of them. And, again, that's what, that's why I said to Chris. You're going, to, you're going to get a taste of it. And, again, these are guys, the AAA pitchers that they're, that they're facing, are guys that are will – some of them will eventually be <clears throat> regulars in the majors. So, so they have major league stuff. But, again – but it's like the this, idea that everybody like just needs an opportunity and everybody could be in the majors. And then he re upped that and said, well, the top 50 prospects, or whatever, however he said it, like kind of, he might have realized it was a little A better analogy for his would have been like in basketball, if everybody had the green light, everybody could be Kevin Durant. No, you couldn't. <laughs> because that's the that's the thing that you hear from basketball players. Well, if I had the green light and then have to worry about getting taken out, I could be Kevin Durant. But no, you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's but most most top prospects, at least seventy percent of them gonna be bust. Gonna be bust because once the league figures you out and they start scheming for you, you don't you don't never step up. You, uh, some people don't develop more. That's why you can't be Kevin Durant. That's why you can't shoot the three like Steph Curry <laughs> and stuff like that. And um, he was um, breaking news today too. <laughs> Where he boy, was. Boy, Yo, did you see the the, the, the picture of uh, Harden in, in head on his picture in the wedding in their wedding photo? And it was like Harden after last yeah. game. <laughs> But people taking yeah. it out of context too though. She didn't she she didn't what people meaning as it is not what she meant. You know, they 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 have so many stuff going on, they doing a lot of stuff. What unsuccessful people don't understand when you're successful you got a lot of shit going on, so it's hard for you to have time for yourself or time for your uh significant other and stuff Especially like that. Especially in the middle of May. You know, when the playoffs are, you know, it's, it's she's not going to say this in July when the season's over and he's there all the time, and you know, but in the middle or at the end of the season when shit's heating up, yeah, she probably is, you know, spending more time than usual not with her husband because it's the playoffs. And with and with celebrity wife who's not a celebrity or sports player's wife don't want attention. Don't want attention. When they see their man getting all the attention, getting That's all the perfect. attention, getting all the groupies and 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 um BTL in a inbox. In, in every woman want to be seen, want to be looked at, want to be. I don't think that's true. Most women want to be looked at. Most women. You go ahead with that. Most women blank and and okay, you got it. Okay, if you think if you think that most women want to pay attention to, 
Those people want to be saved. That's just, an, that's just a human fucking thing. I know that's a human thing, man, but I can't do people that no one care about you. We're not going to, you're going to but I'm just saying, we're talking about this women. moment, though. But I'm just saying, we just, I just said most women because we're talking about a lady mm-hmm. and people acting like this. it's wrong for this woman to say that she wants some attention because a lot of people were killing her because she said, you know, she don't get, she, and, and that, and that messes with her confidence because she feel like she don't get no attention and people are looking at her. And which I can understand because, shoot, I work out, I just want people to check me out at times. If people weren't checking me out, I feel some type of way too. I ain't that type of person who, you know, come growing up thinking that I want nothing, you know what I'm saying? I do this for, um, for myself also, but also to get some attention. I ain't, I ain't stupid and going to lie to you and say, man, I'm just in it for the health and all this. Yeah, I'm into it for the health, but I want to look. <laughs> I want a woman to be like, damn, let me drink water off your abs or something like that. <laughs> Run the gamut in this conversation, yeah, as we always do. But anyway, you got give me something final to yeah end on something. Oh yeah, um, big uh, um, upfronts is next week, and they already announced the lineup. Um, I know there's a lot of reporting they ain't been talking about that. And he's mm-hmm. saying when they were saying that it was the biggest thing upfronts is next week, and um, I know one already named and. And put out who's gonna be out there and everything for their upfront, which is at 12 p.m. Wednesday. You will know all these TV shows by two o'clock. Oh, you know, right. it'll start. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting. All right, man. Appreciate you as always. Yep. All right, that was Darrell from Georgia, and uh, we'll wrap things up there. Um, as always, I. Uh, Appreciate everybody's uh, time and and uh, interactions and tweets and emails and calls and everything. So, uh, free folks, this ends it for you guys. Uh, go VIP if you want to hear me and Rich go another hour or so. We'll talk about the self-made final book, final issue of that and the podcast. And um, what else? Maybe I'll read something now. Or maybe I'll probably just play and there'll be the show until Rich is ready. <laughs> Which is most likely what's gonna happen. <laughs> like how you fuck off your com like the comic book reading is work and I'm fucking off to play video games. <laughs> like I'm not doing my responsible comic book reading because <laughs> uh, Oh but I did read Prodigy. I'll tell them it is. I just gotta read Prodigy and Bad Luck Chuck. That's what I read over the week. So um yeah, and we'll talk Game of Thrones and what else is on Rich's mind. So, free folks, goodbye. VIP folks, click over and join us for that conversation. And uh, until then, we'll talk to you all next time. I'm Trev. I'm out. <laughs>